Hey, KFC Radio listeners, you can find every episode of KFC Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah, now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe you can go uh, go see me doing stand-up, John. That's right. You're, you are officially... Hey. Are you officially a comedian? No. Why not? You did stand-up comedy. Well, it's like the porn star conversation. Ah. You do porn once. Are you yeah. a porn star? You make a sex tape. Are you a porn star? No. But you're not a porn star, but you're a pornography actor. I'm an actor. Yeah. I'm a porn actor? You're, I mean, if you make a sex tape, you're a porn actor. If you, no. If you make, no, 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 no. If you make one that's publicly put out. F- intentionally for, for consumption, you become a porn actor. Right. Yeah, you're not a star. Your stand you're up, Your stand-up special, or a bit, was intentionally for consumption. True. True. So you are not a famous stand-up comedian. Well, I guess actually kind of you are. Because <laughs> you're already famous. I'm famous, comma, stand-up comedian. <laughs> yeah. It's not a famous stand-up comedian. Yeah, man, it was a wild it was a wild scene. I texted Feidelberg um, Friday morning. I, I I honestly it was like uh you know, like in a relationship. I was like, I gotta I gotta tell him now in case he finds out from somebody else. It was <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, yeah, it was kind of bullshit. <laughs> you were like, you're doing what tonight? <laughs> it was, you were like casually, it became clear to me that you had talked about this with Casey and you, prior to you telling me about it. You and no. Casey. I texted yeah. you in this, in this the morning. No, you were the first person to find out. When I texted you, nobody else knew. Okay, so I guess you texted with Casey around the same time then. I remember when you came into radio, it was like she didn't miss a beat. She was ready, like, ready to start talking about it. Yeah, 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 but you knew first. Okay. You, okay, you knew good. first. That's good. Thank you, sir. You're still number one, boo. So how was it? Uh, it was it was a trip. So I didn't tell anybody because I was just like, I want to get this first one out of the way. Josh Wolf is... Uh, when you, you say first one, are, are you going to... I this, think so. Yeah? I think I'm going to try more. Yeah. You got the, you I got got the bug? Nothing, I, got, uh, I got the itch. I got a little <laughs> bit of the itch. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I want to do more of, of our shows live, and I figure... So I just want to like dive into the live world, kind of. Mm. But I still have to figure out how to do it because I'm not a stand-up comedian, and that was like very clear. Like Josh was, Josh was the one who put me on. He he's been t- trying to make me do it for like a couple of years now, and he finally was like, "I'm coming to New York." And we, I have a whole interview with Josh uh, at the end of this episode. He's he's fucking hilarious. And then uh, the, the the last half of that interview, we talk about he he busts my balls about getting up on stage. So that was what was funny. That's why I was nervous. You'll, and you'll hear it in this. The interview was Friday afternoon before I went on stage. And he was like, you're going to bomb, bro. <laughs> like when, when, I, when I saw him, he was like, are you ready for tonight? And I was like, yeah, I'm nervous. He was like, yeah, you should be, basically. I was like, fuck. And he, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he said to me, he was like, uh, are, you, are you doing the early show or the late show? 
And I was like, I don't know, man. You tell me. It's your show. And he was like, well, uh, the, the first show, they're going to be very tight on time. They're going like, to keep you, you know, tight. And, and the second show, the crowd is a little more forgiving. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I'm already going to need to be asking for forgiveness, dude? Oh, I, thought, I would think the opposite. I would think the crowd just like... Has a couple of drinks in them. Yeah, they're they're like, like, oh, fuck you. like heckle you back. Yeah. yeah, no, I guess not. I guess I guess they're a little more chill. But so he he did not set me at ease when I when I uh, when I first saw him. And you'll you'll hear that very much in the interview. I was like, fuck, man, now I'm nervous. But he he's been pushing me forever, and he was like, I have a show in New York in June. You're doing it, and I fully planned on canceling it. Like, <laughs> absolutely was going to cancel it, and then I just don't I just don't have a reason not to. You know, I have the time now. Uh, we have our own shows coming up, and so that's actually the main reason I did it. Because you said this when you did uh, live radio in St. Louis, you realized how like not nervous you were. I, that's what I needed to see because like so much has changed since the last time we were on stage, and I was nervous as fuck last time. I was sweating and I was like stuttering and stammering. But we have done like show live radio, and we've done, we've just come a longer way. And I also just give so much less of a fuck about life <laughs> after everything so i'm like let's find out where we stand so i'm at the club i get there at like 7 30 to go on at eight and i was like the whole time i was nervous like i was i went down to like the green room and i'm hanging out with josh and the dude who opened for him elton and uh they're just like shooting the shit hanging out and i'm trying like with like one ear i'm like listening to them and like half my brain is contributing to the conversation and the other half i'm just like fuck 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 and josh even said he's like yeah like so like in your head, this whole time you've been running through your set, you haven't been listening at all, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I don't give a fuck what you guys are talking about over here. I'm just trying to be polite. And that's why I didn't want, it. I didn't want anybody to come because I felt like if anybody was there with me, they'd be talking and all that shit. And I just wanted to sit there and run through, like, the, mater- the material. <laughs> it was five fucking minutes. It was, like, three jokes. But that feels like forever. Oh, forever, Like, five dude. minutes is... You know what? It's funny. It, it feels like forever. But then, also, so when we first talked... He was like, you want to come up on stage and do like 10 minutes? And I was like, ah, I don't know. that sounds like a lot, 10 minutes. And he was like, why don't you do like, he was like, but five is short. So he said like seven. I was like, all right, cool. And I did like, I made like a seven minute set. And then uh, the day of, he's like, yo, they're going to be really tight on time. It's going to be like five minutes. You cut two minutes off of seven minutes. Yeah. That's like, you're, you're cutting off a huge chunk of it. So I actually ended up having to like adjust some of it on the fly, which is really fucking hard. <laughs> it's like all I had done was like memorize and spit it as it was. And then he's waving the flashlight at me. Like they gave me like the one minute light. And I was like, well, I, mean, I have a whole other section to do. <laughs> so I had to cut it all in half. I ended up cutting it. I'm like, that's fucking jokes. But it was uh, Josh was like, don't don't be, you know, a uh, you're not like a punchline stand-up comedian right. like, just get up there and like tell stories so that's kind of what i did but i do i in hindsight i was sitting there uh i got there a little early and, and before i was down in the green room i was just kind of sitting like in the crowd almost as the crowd like filed in i sat in the back and i started to see some people file in and like some of josh's crowd is a little bit older he's been around for a while so like some like old moms and dads who were like out on a date together are filing in and i was like Oh, I didn't think about that at all. Like, I didn't think once about who was going to be in the crowd, you know. And Josh lets it fly, but he's not like a, I don't know, he's not like a fucking deviant like we are, you know. So I was like, oh shit, like that's going to be interesting. <laughs> so you know, I'm up there and I'm talking about you know assholes and porn and divorce and dating and shit. And I think they were a little bit like, whoa. You know? <laughs> yeah. So what we're gonna do is I have yeah. video of it. Uh, we're going to put it up on Barstool Gold, and then we're going to make a, a video. We're going to watch it and kind of critique it and react to it. I'll tell you what was going on behind the scenes. 
John can kind of give his two cents. It'll be like reviewing. It'll be like Gruden's Gruden's grinders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like reviewing. That'll be funny. Uh, I'm probably gonna roast you. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely some (laughs) moments to roast. Maybe I won't, and I'll just let it speak for itself. (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely a couple moments that that fall flat for sure. Uh, so that's I still cool. have like absolutely no idea what I, you told me like twice. You mentioned asshole, so I feel like that's gonna be a pretty prominent piece of it. But like, other than that, like, I have no idea what's on it. I, I'm excited. I have I'm going in completely blind to that video. Barstoolgold.com <clears throat> slash KFC. The people who have watched it, who are all like my friends, like I sent it to a handful of guys, uh, and they all were like, "Ah, that was good, man. That's good. You seem comfortable." And you know, but what are they gonna say? No one's gonna yeah. text me back. Being like, that fucking sucked, dude. <laughs> um. But, yeah, you know, Josh said some interesting shit because he was saying one of the toughest things to do, although it's very prevalent in comedy now, I guess, just based on, like, the demographics of it all. He's like, you're a nondescript white guy. So nobody knows what to expect when you get on stage. You could go a million different directions. Like, a big fat guy gets on stage, like... You probably know you're going to get some fat jokes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a like a hipster, like goth chick gets on stage. You can you know you're gonna you can guess what you're going to hear. I stand up there just like this skinny fat white blob. So you're the surprise. Like, How about a, that? Yeah, <laughs> in a weird way, just like the average white man is like, what are we going to get here? <laughs> so when you come in hot, and I'm talking about like porn and my mom and assholes and sex well, and divorce. That in the middle and, there, huh? Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think some people were like, whoa, rather than just he like, can oh, really switch funny. gears. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, I said it was a little bit like uh, Marty McFly at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance when he plays Johnny B. Good, and everyone's just like, what the fuck was <laughs> that? But there was a couple moments where I didn't, I never got like any like raucous laughter, but there was a couple moments where I put things in there that were very much like blog jokes. Like when I write a blog, I try to think of something that like, this is going to be something that everybody is like, oh, yeah, like, I do yeah. that too, or yeah, that's exactly right. And I had a couple moments where I said those lines, and the guys in the front row, like with like their eyes lit up like oh shit yeah. like you do that too and there was one time a girlfriend pointed at her a girl pointed at her boyfriend and was like you do do that and I was like fine done yeah. I'm happy to see like even if just two people reacted like that and uh, and and you know in my mind I guess it was as long as I wasn't like sweating and shaking so <laughs> it's really it was really much more about July 10th which is the uh, KFC radio show so we're getting back on stage and uh, we'll be adding a second date that sold out pretty quick so we'll add. Uh, I guess once a month we'll do it, so maybe an August show, and um, we'll see how it goes. Josh, I mean, w- Josh gets up on stage after me, well, after his uh, opener, Elton. And I mean, did the did the opener or Josh mention you? Um. So, well, first of all, but like I mean, like immediately, like whoa, like uh, so. If no one did, it, well, yeah, no, no, no. If no. that didn't happen, then I think yeah. did pretty good. And, like, and, then, and then actually later in Josh's set, he he mentioned me just on, on the fly, being like, I was talking to Kevin about this earlier, and it was like, if that was all you had to say about me, like he wasn't like I was talking to Kevin earlier, that guy who bombed earlier, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. He was just like, not no, no, no news is mm-hmm. is good news. Uh, I I do feel like I do I do feel bad for uh for his opener Elton though because, you know, the opener is supposed to like prime the crowd for you and i was technically opening for him yeah. and i didn't you know they didn't, they didn't laugh so uh, he was probably like well coming in cold <laughs> coming in like i gotta wake you guys back up for josh here but i mean josh got up there and did like an hour-long set 45 minutes of it was like new like brand new shit and you wouldn't even know it's unbelievable he was like i think i'm gonna try some new shit tonight and he just started telling stories that were actually some of the stuff we said on the podcast which you'll hear today and he just worked it into his set and i was just like fuck you man just fuck you, dude. That is so annoying. It's just when another you, when you, level of comfort. 
we've done like I mean, we've had that happen with a few comedians where they come in and you think you're just having great conversation with them. But no, but that's like the thing. They're working. They're working with you on it. No, but well, yes and no. This time, I think it actually was like a good conversation that he was like, I can do that on stage. Most of the time, I think we we thought it was like, oh, this is the first time you're ever saying it, and they were just running game on us. Yeah. This was like, I'm trying new shit out. I'm going to add that conversation we had earlier. That was pretty funny. We we were so confident in ourselves that we were like. We were trying to reason with it after. After Bill Burr, we're like, no, I still think it was like Bill Burr. Like, he performed the it at the Garden. We're like, no, I think I think we were the ones who brought it up. <laughs> that is a harsh reality that we have since learned that comedians are constantly running material on you. Uh, so all in all, uh, very cool experience. Um, happened and today. it's on. Do we know when we're gonna put it on gold? Barcelona.com slash KFC. Uh, I guess let's let's uh, no because I guess we got to make sure. Do you think I should, we should put a video of it just alone out and then a video of us breaking it down? Or the only way you get to see it is if you watch us break it down? Uh, both. Yeah, all right. So, so then let's say at, now, as of right now, the, the, the video itself will be up. And then we'll make, when we get time, we'll make the, the breakdown video. Also, a new one thing I learned came out yesterday. Ooh, which story is this time? When uh, I was at hockey camp mm-hmm. and kids just kept sliding swastikas into my door, but I didn't get it. <laughs> this is the, the birth of the fake Jew. The artwork is very <laughs> funny. It's like a bunch of Nazi kids. <laughs> it is Nazi youths on this week's the one thing I learned. Yeah, it's very, very <laughs> funny. And I, I just kept going to the locker room. Like, they must be like, oh, he's going to be so pissed. And I'm like, What's up, boys? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the artwork. <laughs> so go to barstoolgold.com slash KFC. You can watch the, the stand-up. You can watch one thing I learned. And we got the... Uh, the breakdown, the game tape breakdown coming uh, later as well. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I had this worst train experience in the world. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Um, yeah, so while you were doing your stand-up special, I was on a train. And it was it was it was the worst training I've ever had because it was so first of all, it started and the I sat down and the kid I I I always I don't like I don't go looking for seats. You know how people do that, people get on a train and like they'll walk seven cars to like mm-hmm. try and find two empty seats so they can have one by itself. I don't fucking care. I just sit in the first spot. Oh, I don't. Yeah, if I if I you're you're alone. Yeah, yeah. I just I just sit down. Me too. Some people just be like, I, like I've seen them walking back and forth. Like, mm, can't find can't find a double spot. Like, just sit anywhere, man. Absolutely. It's Especially a, like a summertime train from New York Friday to Boston. Train. It's yeah. a fucking going to be a full train. Just yeah. Shut up and sit down. Absolutely. But so I sit down and uh, very quickly, the kid's like, Yo, do you live like down in the financial district? And I was like, No. And he's like, Man, you look like you're you so familiar. familiar. And I was like, Yeah, I don't know. I don't live there. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, now, yeah. And at this point, you don't want to be the guy who's like, yeah, right, I'm not you know be me like, from Barstool. Yo, he had, he had his laptop open. He had Barstool open. There was a fucking picture of me on the page. It was like, <laughs> the podcast had gone up. Like, I'd done like the Barstool Gold blog. I like, did the Barstool Gold, Gold blog 
went to the train station. Yeah. So like, it's like there's still like the top of the page. Top page. It's yeah. like it's a featured. It's On like the carousel. Like, yeah. Bro, just just look at how you just, just look down. Stop asking me where you know you're from and just look at the fucking. And he wasn't serious. Like he like I, I mean he wasn't joking around. Like, I could tell. Yeah. Sometimes like, you can tell like, where are you yeah, from. Come on, where are you? And you'd want to just be like, bro, right there. Like, Point at it. Look at your fucking computer, you goddamn idiot. But see, that actually wouldn't have been such an issue if the rest of the day didn't go so poorly. Right? It was like we had we had an armchair battle. Uh an oh, armrest wow. battle. But it got to the point where it was like flirting. Where it's just like we're just, just very gently touching. Just and every time like the train would bump, we'd kinda like gently, gently rub. And I was like, this is getting to the point where it's like weird. But I'm not backing. I think I'm going to have to no. kiss this guy. <laughs> that was, I'll go gay for this armrest, bro. We'll be dating by the it end of the train even ride. About, like, I didn't even care about the armrest. I didn't want the armrest. I just didn't want him to win because he had frustrated me so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And it was like... Yeah, that, just, that's the true essence of an armchair uh, armrest battle. It's not really the armrest. It's the principle. Of there, there were so many things about him. That, okay, I had three hours of this. So I, I, I grew to really despise him. Like He was dressed like he was going to the beach. But you're on the fucking train, man. Yeah, train, you're not there yet. Train, I hate people who true travel like in their clothes, destination clothes. Yeah, like, no, man. We're, we were leaving New York City. Why are you wearing a bathing suit and flip flops? All right. And he was. <laughs> it was just the worst. And the worst part of it was when at probably like two and a half hours in, he was like, "Hey, man, do you mind getting up? I'm gonna go get the drink. Hit the drink cart about that time." And I was like, "He doesn't even know we're in a war right now." Like, like he he's willing to just what get up you, and leave this. What are you making jokes with me for? We're enemies. Do you not get it? Like, do you, like <laughs> this reminds dude. me of like when you're on the highway and you're driving. You ever like pick out random cars to race? Oh yeah, but they don't know you're racing. Yeah, you yeah, know? exactly. And this guy was just like, yeah, I'm hanging like, out with this this doppelganger from the financial district. I know. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, like I was like, you like I'm. For now and a half, I've been fantasizing about murdering you, and you're just joking I want to around. Slit your throat. <laughs> yeah, like, it was so. When he got up, did you just like fully establish dominance? No. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. You're an idiot. I did. That was I, your opening. That well, I guess that was the time to. Yeah. But it was. Yeah. That was the time to. It was yeah, as bad a night as you had apparently. Well, not a bad night, but you know, a bomb. I had a win. I didn't bomb. You bombed. I, I I didn't. You bombed on your armrest more than I bombed I, on stage. Okay. I mean, I, I'm just. I, I haven't seen it, so I'm, I'm saying maybe you. You didn't get any laughs. <laughs>, that, <laughs> that, that, people laughed. Okay. I didn't. I didn't have any you, moments where the look, crowd was you're like. Just, ah! You're explaining it, and you're just not using the word bomb. But you're describing a bomb. <laughs> Actually, let me. Uh, let you're me, like, I felt bad for the Oprah because everyone was freezing cold and like no one laughed at all. Like, that's what you call bomb. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Actually, I'll tell you this. And I never really got confirmation from Josh. I was like, yo, that was like, I got a rush. And I feel like, uh, I feel like, you know, next time up, like, like I didn't want to, I didn't want to do it and then never go up there again. So I was like, I got to get back on stage like, right away or I'm going to like lose this, you know? So I was like, can I do the late show too? That's, like, that's when he told me there's a little bit more time. So maybe I could work those jokes back in. People are more forgiving. Maybe I'll get some laughs. He was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it, man. And then like he does the first show and in between shows, they they start up again and I was like oh is that oh we're starting again like I should be ready and he was like eh, they uh they they said that they have like a a festival like a late night festival show coming in after me so like they're gonna they're still gonna be tight on time they didn't want to do a guest spot this time and I was like oh all right cool yeah I didn't, I didn't realize there was like on, something on after you and then uh, he finished and and there was there was nothing on after him <laughs> like like they were sweeping the fucking floors and vacuuming up I was like oh okay yeah sure man sure we were, we were just like standing there in the hallway like smoking some weed there were no more fans coming in like it was it was over so it was not enough to uh, the club wasn't exactly like yeah we got to get this new guy back up there 
So yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe 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 we both bombed. <laughs> so this guy comes back with his drink, and just you guys resume res- resume flirting, arm flirting. Yeah. The the, the the thing with the like, it's so easy to share an armrest. I don't understand why. Someone's got to go in front, and someone's got to go in back. Right. It's yeah. so simple. And also, I think even bigger than that is um, using your elbow. Your elbow is designed to like share an armrest. You have like the hook, half the the outside half. Goes on the you got rest. particularly pointy elbows. I I have um. You got a pointy ass elbow. I had it. Uh, yeah. Look at that thing. Yeah. That looks like a testicle. <laughs> you get you catch one of these upside the fucking head for real, um, man. But, that would fuck you up. Like you know how like look at that thing. It I, looks like a bone spur. I had I had like really fucked up elbows in high school. Yeah, really fucked up elbows now. Um, with, I got your elbow. Your elbows don't change. No, no, no. I would I would get um. Cause I I always I never got new. Elbow pads. I use like the same elbow pads in hockey, like, like seven from, years from like a mite. Yeah. So like I would, I guess like hurting, stupid. hitting them enough ended up like damaging it. Where I, I would, it was called a Popeye's elbow. I think. Yeah, you definitely uh, have a Popeye. Bottle. Um, but it would like it would burst the sacks would explode. So I would I would walk around like basically every single day after a game. Uh, I would walk around with like a ball like this, and I'd have to go get it trained. <laughs> they were like, "Well, I just get new elbow pads." I was like, "Ah." <laughs> These these ones work. These are fine. Like, they clearly do not work. They like, they're, they're, they're they're not guarding your elbow. I would, I would like schedule doctor's appointments. Like ah, got a game. So got I'm a game. Gonna, so I need my elbow need a drain yeah. on Saturday. <laughs> but anyway, what I'm saying is you like you know how you have like two parts of elbow. I mean, kind of not like, really because like you you have fucked up. Or out out. You don't. Yeah, you don't you have, have the. First f- you do like right here where I'm rubbing it, like the two. Oh, like, like the soft spot in between. Yeah, that, your funny bone. That's your funny bone. Yeah, that's that's where you should rest an arm. You want me to put my funny bone on the fucking? Yep, that's how. That's how you sit. Well, I, I don't know what you're talking about, and you clearly have fucked up elbows. What you need to realize is that an armrest is not for your whole arm; it is just for your elbow. Yeah. So if you go like the full length, that's when you're going to get arm flirting. If I go, if you if you turn it in, and I go back, and you go front, then we're both good. Right. And also, while I was doing this, too, just speaking of the hate thing, I was reading, there is nothing that gives you an air of superiority like reading. Reading. It, like, I was like... When you're like, when you like, when someone like interrupts you and you're just like, mm-hmm, yes. Did just you, like, I, I was sitting there... You just, almost need a pair of glasses low on your nose so you can look over at them. <laughs> can I help you? I'm reading my book, I was actually. like, just, why don't you just go watch Netflix, you fucking peasant. <laughs> you simple, dude. Yeah. That's, that's Book of the Bar Guy. I still get tweets about that to, yeah. to this day. We did one episode like three years ago talking about being a guy who, who reads a book at the bar, and every time someone sees it, they take a picture. Because there is an air of mystery and superiority. Yep. Girls are like, what's up with that guy? And guys are like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? <laughs> Wow, you might not even be reading. You might just be staring at the words, just, just waiting, waiting for someone to come over. Yeah, <laughs> the book guy. John is now a, a mysterious superior book. Guy. I, I walk around. I carry three books in my backpack. You're basically you're fucking you're a moron. You are. <laughs> uh, let's get into some voicemails, and then we'll do Josh. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Nikki, what do we got for voicemails? Spice, Kevin, Super Producer BC. I uh, got not really a hypothetical for you, but situational. So 
I live in an apartment complex in downtown Milwaukee. Uh, not very big, not very small, but downtown uh, Milwaukee. I know our neighbors kind of well. So I have a dog <laughs> that's around seven months old. There's another couple that lives a floor above us that also has a dog, same age. So doggy plays, whatever, yada yada yada. Mm. So the girl in the relationship ended up getting absolutely bonkers. Like was texting us and calling us all the time, me and my girlfriend, uh, to get to hang out. Long story short, we kind of like started ghosting her because like you know you're getting fucking annoying. Like we're over this. And the other day, How long we started hearing some noises in the hallway. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? So I was like, I was gonna take the garbage out, but I was like, I don't feel comfortable with this. So I look out the eye hole or whatever supposed to be called. Still turning. And there is that fucking girl with her ear up to our door, like trying to listen if we're fucking talking about her. So long story short, well, actually, it was just long story long. Yeah, pretty but long story. What bro. the fuck do I do? Like, I didn't open the door because I'm like, I'm, I think she's going to stab me. Do I call the police? Uh, uh, do I confront her? Uh, thoughts. Well, I mean, first of all, this is your own fault. Like, he yada yada over doggy play dates. That's a big yada yada. People, like, call up and organize times for their dogs to hang out. Of course, if someone does that, they're going to be a fucking weirdo. Yeah, that's... Like, if you see them at the park, sure. To be like, hey, man, like, you want to get, like, you know, Maddie together? That's... That's... Of course that person's a weirdo. Yeah. And now you've engaged in it. She assumes you're a weirdo like her and wants to hang out. And so you ghosting her is really fucking... You're the one throwing her for a loop. And by the way, I'm not a big confrontation guy. If someone had their ear up to my door like that, I would open the door. Yeah. Because yeah, then, I, it, then, I, I think... then it's like, let's get this out in the open, and I can be like, uh, what the fuck was that? And then you basically have your out. Yeah. I, I mean, you, if someone has their ear pressed to your door. Also, like, that's, that's insane, obviously. But to think, like, I'm going to catch them talking about Yeah, me. like, chances are they're talking about me. There's like, no shot in hell. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe if you had doggy play days. <laughs> like, yeah, that fucking weirdo. But, um, but, like, you know, what do we get? Like, the, the cartoons, like, you put a glass up against the, the door right, in right. your ear. Like, you're really, really going to hear anything. Uh, I mean, you can't, let, you can't let this girl bully you, like, throughout your life. You got you to gotta put your foot down on this one. Just, like, keep living your life completely do you fucking think normal. If, this if girl's like, just, just doing it. He's like, oh, she's going to kill me? Like, she's just a weirdo. Yeah, that's who weirdos kill people. I don't think this girl's going to kill Regular me, people yeah. don't kill people. Yeah, yeah, but, like, you know, she's just a weird dog girl. She probably has, like, a dog Instagram, and I don't know. She's not going to kill you, bro. <laughs> also, I, like, kill I, her I, back. I think I, Self-defense. Kill her back. <laughs> kill you. I think it is, like, always, like, someone does something a little strange. Like, are they going to murder me? Chances are no. Chances are they'll probably. But, just like I, but we said chances are. Shrivel. It's like still a, it's still a risk. That's why you should have opened the door and confronted her. She would have been like, oh my right God, away. You knew she didn't have a weapon. You could see her. <laughs> like now's the time for this confrontation. <laughs> no blades. No 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 it's, projectiles. There, I mean, it's like one of those things that it's easy to say. Just open the door. But like I, I I'd probably be like, eh. like I don't open the door for anybody ever. If, if I if unless I expected you. I don't open the door. Yeah, but if I caught, if I looked through the, the the peephole and saw someone doing that, I think I would, I would, I would open the door, just to just to get it out in the open and be like, uh, "What the <laughs> we fuck need is this?" To address this, yeah. Your head is like up against my door, right? We got to talk. <laughs> We're gonna have <laughs> to have a conversation. Let's hash this here. out real yeah. quick. Because now, now your now your window's passed. I, I mean, now no. you can't be like, "Hey, saw you." With yeah, I think you the can. Door. You can. I, yeah, I think like so. By the way, like I saw you yesterday. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. You probably should. You can't. You can't let you, this go on. You do on have to. You can't let this go. Maybe on it's safer to do it through text. Sure. There you go. You have her number. Also, like you could just move. 
<laughs> get a new job, change cities. Yeah, I mean that's. So what brings like, you to Austin, Texas? Well, I had this this creeper neighbor who uh, wanted you're to hang in out downtown the Milwaukee. You're probably nice for a choice. No, no, ready, ready any, for a any reason to leave. change of location? I feel like we've talked about Milwaukee uh, way more than Milwaukee should be talked about. I feel like we talked really? about Spreewell being a bouncer at that bar and how and, and people. We've, we've discussed Milwaukee twice. Like, this is over <laughs> That's the top. too many times. Yeah, it's two times. Too too many. Mentioning Milwaukee twice is like what's going on. I feel like on? every is time a, we is do this a bit they do with. <laughs> I feel like people are always like, no, it's pretty nice, man. It's pretty nice. Like, probably not. Man. Anytime you have to say somewhere is like pretty nice, like, no, you'd be surprised. No, I wouldn't. Isn't it? Like, it's weird to me that the, that, that Milwaukee has pro football yeah. teams, uh, uh, sports teams. It doesn't and make basically sense. Green Bay, right? Like, Milwaukee is like, uh, for all yeah. sense purposes. It's like, you have all the major. And it's like, I think it's like two hours from Chicago. You should just, you don't, you, you don't. Be Cubs fans. Yeah, you should, you don't, you shouldn't get your own team. Shout out to Kristen Yelich. Uh, but still, like, there's there's no reason Milwaukee should have professional no. teams. Let's just they should do a split city thing. Well, there are so many reasons. Like, like if you think about it, like Buffalo shouldn't have teams. No way. I mean, they they end up having like a very like like rabid fan base, but that's because that's all they have. Right. And exactly. Like, Oklahoma City shouldn't have. No, they're, they're Oklahoma like, City absolutely should not. There are like six cities in the country that, that should, should have sports. That, teams. That, should have sports. Yeah. that would be so much better. Just we're just consolidated all. They're just sixty. Like you'd hate them. We we would go to wars. Yeah, if you, like, like physical violence all the time. <laughs> if all you had, the time. You had to have like, like all, all four. All, that's what it should be. All, all every each of those cities should have all four major sports teams. Right, and that's it. It's just like the Northeast, New York, Boston, Chicago, L.A. Miami, not even Miami. You're out of Miami. I mean, look, they have sports town. They have it's a big city, but it's not a good sports. Right, town. it's a terrible sports yeah. town. They have three teams. So like no Florida. They have. It's like it's no one goes be, to Dolphins games. Got to just be cold weather. To be honest, forget about LA. It should just be the Northeast. <laughs> We're the only assholes who care about sports the way we care about them. <laughs> That's right? true. Like, I, like I'd rather go back to like. Uh, like the Hartford Whalers, like probably deserve a, a team over like some of these Midwest spots because they're just more Percent. north northeast assholes. Yeah, who like live and die with it. I mean the Mets, the Mets right now. I mean the Mets are gonna cause like the Mets are gonna like cause violence and shit like that. Like like crimes are gonna be committed about this New York Mets team soon. Why? Because they're just that. They're just, we're we're into like the fun territory of being a shitty franchise like we're they're trying to fight reporters and all sorts of shit oh. oh yeah oh yeah jason vargas told the reporter yesterday he was gonna knock i will knock you the fuck out and carlos <laughs> gomez had to restrain him so, why because uh because the team sucks and the reporters are asking questions like why is this like so they left in uh mickey callaway left in their eighth inning guy for 50 fucking pitches and javi baez had a what ended up being a game-winning three-run home wait run. these are 50 pitches in an inning uh, an inning and a third. So he came in in the in the seventh, got the out, then stayed on for the eighth. So he threw forty some odd pitches, probably. Yes, in an and it was like yes, and it was like he didn't have it, and he said after I mean, he was like I didn't have it, and Mickey Calloway was like he looked good to me, like separate conversation. You throw forty pitches in an inning, you clearly You're don't fucked. have it. <laughs> yeah. So and and uh, the rule that Jeff Wilpon and and his his lackey Brody and his other lackey Mickey have come up with is that Edwin Diaz can go for four out saves, but not five. And so reporters were like, why didn't you bring in Diaz? And they were what he was. He said, well, you know, we've we've all agreed four outs, not five. And the reporters were like, do you have the power to put him in for five outs if you wanted him? And like basically being like, you're a fucking eunuch. You're yeah, a yeah, cock yeah. here. Because like, more like that's such do a good. Do you have any, a, any choice? Do you have free will? <laughs> yeah, like, wink twice. But it, it's such a fucked question because it, it challenged. It's like. Basically, what you're saying is, as a baseball mind, as a baseball manager, 
you knew that guy didn't have it, and you knew Edwin Diaz would be a better choice. So it's either A, you're cucked and you can't make that decision, or B, you didn't have enough baseball acumen to know that was the decision to make. Yeah, there's no so you're a lose-lose yeah. either way. And he was like, that's Mickey Calloway got all like testy about it. He was like, what, what? I should have put him in because you wanted you wanted to put him in? No, because he like, threw 40 pitches in the yeah. <laughs> It was like, no, because of the, the scene that just unfolded where we ended up giving up a three-run home run. That's why you should have done it. And then, uh, I don't know, they said something else where he was like, shut your mouth with that smart-ass remark. Jason Vargas said, I'll knock you the fuck out. And so, I mean, it is pure chaos, and all the Mets fans in the city are ready to fucking murder everyone, each other, them, reporters, the team, Yankee fans, all of it. Like, we just need, we need more teams like that. Fuck that, like, Midwest shit of, like, oh, it's okay that we lost, you know? <laughs> like, I want life and motherfucking death yeah. for a June baseball game. Let's go. Hey, listen, Hi. I'm feeling like a big idiot right now, as your voicemail just said. So I went on – well, I didn't go on a date. I went to a bar, and there's this man, a nice man there, and so I went home with him, oh, whatever. Didn't think anything was going to happen. And then I go to leave the apartment, and he tries to hand me $500. Oh. And I'm just a little confused. Like, I, I said, do you think that I'm a hooker? Because I'm not. And so I went to the bathroom because I felt uncomfortable. Whatever. I get into a lift, and... There's a thousand dollars in my purse. I just need an opinion. Like, did this person think that I was a hooker? Like, I I am just honestly up yeah. there. Please give me your feedback. Now wait, but did they have sex? She said she didn't expect anything to happen, but I'm assuming that means that something did happen, right? It didn't sound like they had sex, but it seems. I mean, like... if if there was if money was exchanged, I would imagine something happened, right? Yeah, like he, yeah, he thinks you're a hooker, not a hooker, but I think he like this is a sugar daddy situation. I think he wants to establish a sugar daddy situation, which I do think is different than being a hooker. I'm I'm very confused right now. So he offered her five hundred dollars, which she said I'm not a hooker and turned it down. Apparently, yeah. But, but you already did the work. But then Take there the was. Money. But in her mind, she it was in her mind it was a mutual. Yeah, but thing so, of I mean, so what? I know, if I anyone I offers me money after sex, I'm also by the way, taking the money. Like, thank you for the compliment. You know, nobody pays for bad sex. Right, right. You know, like that, that guy was like, mm, that was worth 500 bucks. But, and then apparently ended up being 1000 I, I guess it is probably a sugar daddy thing because like, when, when she informs you she's not a hooker, the normal thing to do would be take the money back. Right. Not double it. I think he wants. Who also just has $1,000 cash on I was going to say, you fucked a, like a baller. Just like, like, I, I don't understand how you tell that story. And I like, don't mention like like how dope his apartment is. Or right. Something like that. Like, if you went home with him, you'd like you'd be like, I mean, it's a great place. Yeah. If he had a thousand dollars cash on him, he lives and in like. By the way, the way I was even going to say the way she said I, there was this man at the bar that makes me that sounds like an old guy, like an older guy. I feel like a girl would be like, I met this guy at the bar. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, So there was this man at the bar that nice. implies that he was like uh, looking like a dad or like a silver fox or something that was just a little out of the ordinary. And then yeah, if you go home and he's got like some dope apartment with like. Everything's electronic and everything's linked <laughs> up. He's like suck, like fucking Gosling in Crazy Stupid Love. Like, then you, you you're missing the context clues. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, but I I, I sometimes think I think if someone I'm says so confused, by, like, like I'm my brain isn't just just isn't working with this story. Well, I think because this is a modern story right here, dude. This is like I think sugar daddy type shit is becoming 
more like standard and accepted where it's like this girl's like do you think I'm a hooker? And he's kind of like, no, no, you're not a hooker. You're just just want to like pay a, you a $1,000 to hang around with me? Yeah. Come on. I, I, think, a- I think that that is – I do think there's a difference, by the way, between being a full-blown hooker and like a, a sugar daddy, sugar baby situation. I know there are like kinks that I'll never even, – even like most kinks, I'm like, I guess I can see it. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I, I get – just like the financial dominance one, does that one's not crazy. Like, make where where, sense where like you spend my money yeah. and I just get off on that. Dude, I remember there was a video once, like uh, watching like the you know the interview beforehand kind of deal, and it was Skin Diamond, and she was talking about how like she was a financial dominance. She never even met the guy. It was just he had she had to give him permission to spend money, so yeah. he would like call her and be like, "Am I allowed yeah. to like buy this water?" Every time he wanted to spend money. So weird. But, I, that, that that's has just to a be, hassle. That, yeah, that's very it's very inconvenient. <laughs> and also, it's like so. What now? You're like sitting at the bodega about to buy a bottle of water, and you, your dick's getting half chubbed. Yeah. What if she like? Like, what is that? What if she didn't reply? Right. We just yeah, gonna sit yeah, there. Like, you almost have to have like the, the bat phone. Like this is my dominatrix phone. Yeah. That I have to answer I, every time at it goes all off. time. Like, you're not allowed to go to sleep. Like, what if there's a true emergency? <laughs> are you gonna just swipe your card? Or are you gonna be like, hang on? I gotta call my mistress. Yeah. Like you have to call my my, my You're in the my, hospital. <laughs> like, like, yeah, we need to perform this emergency surgery. Got to call like, Skin Diamond hang, first. Hang on a second. Yeah, she don't, she's <laughs> turns out it's two in the morning. She's asleep, so that shit. I'm gonna bleed out. I will never understand. I can understand the idea of like, I I'm wealthy. I'm single. I need. I want something consistent. And like, you know, you would never come around me otherwise. So like, here's some money. Please come back. Yeah, that's I get that, but. I get the but you're I, I get that I get being yeah, like the, the a kink, grotesque the, rich person. The kink of it is is what's weird. That's like, not yeah. That's not even yeah. a kink. That's just a necessity. Right. That's right. not like I'm turned on by this. It's just like I yeah. I'm turned on by you, and this is what I have to do to have you. But it, but the, the thing is, I think if you're so, this girl missed all the clues. Like this girl must be oblivious because if that's the situation, like you probably know why he's probably a little bit older, or a little bit grosser, or whatever it may be. If you're just like. Totally dumbfounded when someone hands you a thousand dollars after having sex, you missed a you shit missed, ton of clues. There were it's one of those things where like like if it was in a movie, it would be like they would have a, a moment a rewind right. and, like, oh, and it would be like yeah. oh yeah they were like three times he offered me a thousand dollars yeah I just kind of laughed I thought it was a joke like he was just like I'll give you a thousand dollars come home and like ah, ha, ha, ha. and then and he did it yeah. and you're surprised <laughs> yeah. he he literally explained exactly what was going to happen right and you. He's probably like, why didn't that girl want the fucking I guess money? that, that, that happens a lot, though, I think, where people are just so forward, you think they're joking around or something like that. Yeah. And like, you just kind of keep no, it moving. for real. Like, I'll, I'll pay you $1,000 to come home with me. Like, yeah. ah, okay, I'll get the next round. I, I, I think that that's probably becoming more and more real life, where it's just like, let's just be upfront about what's going on. Yo, have you seen the show Euphoria? No. Uh, if that is real life, the world is fucked, man. It, 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 it is wild. These kids are in high school. They're doing drugs, like crazy drugs. They're fucking crazy drug deals, beating the shit out of each other, like extreme violence. I was like, I don't know where this supposed, supposedly takes place, but I am very uncomfortable. What do you mean? I mean it sounds like you're explaining it to kids to me, I guess. Yes, only it's very much like a modern day version of kids that's like they're doing crazy drugs. There's like a, a uh, well, I don't want to, I don't want to surprise it because there's a wild twist at the very end of the first episode. This one guy almost beats somebody to death with, his, with a baseball bat. There's a this drug dealer makes this girl do makes Zendaya do fentanyl. Like, it how is, do you make someone? Do he like scoops some of like the liquid onto a knife, and he was like, "Here you go," and like she like had to. Like, what, what, she didn't die. She, I, thought, she, I thought you died like right away. She said knife. she was like, uh, like 
you hear like her inner monologue. She's like, please, God, like I know I've been like pretty fucked up, but like, please don't let me die. She like eats it. And then she like does almost die. It's crazy. And the whole time there's all sorts of sex scenes and they're all supposed to be in high school. And I'm sure everyone's of age, like the actors, but I'm like, that's a super hot chick with a great rack. But she's supposed to be like 15. <laughs> what am I supposed to do here? That's uncomfortable. Yeah. And they're like fucking in it. Wild. Like she's like face down. He's like holding her face down as he like smashes her from behind. I'm like, this is supposed to be like a sophomore in high school. What the fuck are we doing, HBO? Making me feel super uncomfortable. Yeah, that's, that's not wild, good. man. I don't know what, what is reality anymore with sugar daddies and paying money and fucking and drugs, but... Euphoria makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, final voicemail of the day is brought to you by Roman. You want to last longer in bed? Roman's got the answer. They got a literal, actual answer. I'm not talking about some old wives' tale or some urban legend or some, 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 some tactic you cooked up in your head. I'm talking about medicated wipes that will numb your dick. Just enough. Not fully numb it. Just enough to desensitize so that you're not going to bust right away. And actually, uh, you can train your dick. How to train your dick. By Roman. Because it's not just like, oh, it's numb and you fuck good that one time and then whatever. If you keep doing it, you'll actually learn how to last longer. You'll become acceptable at sex. I, I, yeah. we don't, I don't want to look, look Roman's, good right, Roman's great. I don't want to oversell. You become no. acceptable. I mean, you know, I don't want the, what is it, like the, the FDA or the SEC or whoever yeah. coming after me for false <laughs> advertising. Like, I'll make your dick a little bit better. You'll go from like pitiful to mediocre. I'm not going to say, you know, make you good. It's, I'm not going to say it makes you fly. You know, do things that aren't possible. Yeah. Right? It'll, 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 it'll make, like when the girl says, like, how was he? She'll say, eh, all right, fine. <laughs> and that's, that's good enough. Yeah, that's great. That'll get, that'll get you a second shot, you know? <laughs> So you do that for a few months, and uh, you'll actually train yourself to be better in bed. You can get your first month of swipes for just 5 bucks when you get a monthly plan. Go to GetRoman.com slash KFC. That's G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N dot com slash KFC. Hello, KFC Radio. Uh, recently, over the weekend, I was uh, at a wedding out of state. A few friends and I were all traveling together. Various rooms, separate, everything for the most part. Uh, before the wedding, we went down to the hotel bar, and a friend of mine, a close friend of mine, who I've known for a long time, has recently uh, started acting incredibly cheap and said that he would get round of drinks for everyone. He proceeded to get a round of drinks for everyone, uh, and then when we drank them, he sent out a charge for everybody to pay him back. Uh, is this something I need to remove from my life immediately, or was this just a, uh, oh, we're just pre-gaining, I'll, I'll chip in with this, and uh, let me know. I mean, I don't want to say, like, cut him out of your life, but this is lame as fuck. It's people who really For one money. round. Like, that's, you know, you should buy a round. Dude, I had a buddy who I guess I kind of cut out of my life because I said had. Um, <laughs> they, uh, I never thought about it until right now. Gone. I guess, yeah, I guess I'm not friends with this guy anymore. <laughs> um, but he would, well, which I found even more annoying than, because he, he, would, he would do that. He mm-hmm. would request money for any time he got around. Like it was, but more annoying than that was if I got around, he would pay me. Pay you, yeah. Those he, people, the cheapest people are the ones that make sure they pay their debts yeah. because then they expect it back in return. And it would be like seven dollars. Like, dude, I just got you a beer. Don't give me. I, I don't know. want seven one. But that's right because they want to make sure that right. you give them seven bucks back. It, it was I, the cheapest people I know are the most reliable to pay mm-hmm. their debts in a weird way. Yeah, and, and it, but it's also like they're doing it again. So like you said, so they can pay, so they can request. Yep. But it's like 
Like you think you're tricking me. I know what you're doing. Yes. And that's what pisses and me also, off. Also, by the way, it's like it'll just be a wash then. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like keep that or give it to me and I'll hand it back to you in like an right. hour. Like and, just, yeah, exactly. And it's not even like overnight. So like it's yeah. like it's like in right the, now. We're at the bar still, dude. Yes. Like yeah, you gave exactly. me seven dollars, now you're Venmo requesting me seven dollars. Like, you know I have it in my pocket. You put it there. <laughs> Hey, you right. literally put it there because I was saying no, I don't you want it. Put you it, put it in, in my pocket. pocket. I was at this bachelor party I was at a couple weekends ago. We had we were at this bar. It was it was like the creepiest thing we've ever done because it was a lot of us and like we like twenty dudes descended upon this bar where it's just like and they they gave us a table that was like on the dance floor. So it's like if any of the girls here wanted to like just have like a girls' night out, there's now a pack of twenty <laughs> males just like dominating this bar. Uh, That's but, a, I I. I was like I hate bachelor parties so much. Yeah, I mean there was a. I mean we, we. This was a particular like I've never been on a bachelor party with guys less concerned about chicks. It was like all we wanted to do was like drink, play drinking games, right. like, bust each other's balls. So it didn't even matter that like we looked like a a roaming band of rapists. <laughs> it was just like yeah, no, nope, we don't care. We don't, whatever, girls, do whatever you want. But so I mean, there the was bachelor like, party should be capped at seven people. Yeah, eight people. Well, the problem is like this you dude, can't go anywhere with twenty people. Cause I, that's what I was. But like this guy had. He like me and a couple friends from like elementary school. He had some friends from high school. He had some friends from college, and he had like professional friends. And like to the point that I was like, "Oh man, there's a lot of guys." But I started looking at like who you would cut, and I was like, "He's boys with like all these guys." He's like that's, really tight with that. That's even more frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why friends. are you friends with so many Stop people? Stop with your friends. Like it, I, I have a buddy who has like the same thing, like four groups of friends. Yeah, it's just like too much. You, you just move on. Just cut me out. At yeah. Least I'll sacrifice myself. That's what I always say. Yeah. If, there's, if there's close to a cut list, fucking shoot me. Put I'm me fine. <laughs> like, I mean, I say I, it like in, in regards to like oh, bachelor party invites. I mean, yeah. look, you cut me. Or like cool. wedding party I, shit. It's yeah. like, I don't need to be your, best, your groomsman. I don't, I don't mean it. actual friend, although I guess that would be okay too. But Sound like you cut that one guy. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> we had a bill that was like 20 guys deep, you know? And I'm looking around. This guy's drunk. That guy's leaving. Like, I'm like, this is going to be a fiasco trying to split it up. And so I was like, anything less than like two grand, I'm just going to put this on my card and like figure it out. Yeah. We were in Virginia. It was like 850 bucks. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. So I was like, oh, this is basically free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swipe me twice. Charge me twice. Dude, that, that happened. I think I might have already told this, but that happened when we were in St. Louis when someone someone got a table because it was like the bar was crazy crowded, but like mm-hmm. the table area. I mean, mm-hmm. this is like four o'clock in the afternoon. Right? right. It wasn't like club time. Right. But it was just like we were tired of getting bumped into. Mm-hmm. So like someone base. got a table. And I later on, I asked like because I, I left early. I went into the game. They I, we were doing, you know, like work stuff. So yeah, I yeah. went in early. Um, but they hung out there a little bit longer. When I left, there were 40 beers and three bottles on the table. And I was like, by the way, what, what that running? Like, what did I owe you? He's like, dude, it was four hundred bucks total. <laughs> He's like, don't oh worry, God. Goes, don't worry about it, <laughs> dude. The beers alone would be four hundred bucks, and each bottle would be like three hundred. <laughs> that should have been like a three thousand dollar bill. Then he goes four eighty, maybe or something That's like that. Wild, it was. Man. Why do we live here? Dude? <laughs> we Things live? Like, the, the key right now, by the way, when you work at like an internet company. You, you're gonna get that East Coast money. We right. should go like live like in fucking the in the Midwest and just be ballers. Right. I, that's what I was doing. Granted, like you know, Trent's uh, career has you know. Greatly yeah. improved since he moved here, but yeah. I'm like, it'd be pretty fucking nice to just live in yeah, Iowa, Iowa on, on, <laughs> on yeah, New York salary. Of, <laughs> all right, let's let's pop into this interview with Josh Wolf. Uh, this was on Friday. Josh came through. We did a whole other podcast. Me and him just started riffing. It's kind of like a cold open. So if you don't know Josh Wolf, uh, he used to be on Chelsea lately. Uh, you know him uh, from his stand up. So me and him just let it rock. He's he's like a, a mentor of sorts uh, to me. And so um, we riffed for a while, and then we talked about 
this this uh, stand up that I did on Friday night at his show. So this interview is brought to you by Stitch Fix. You want to look sharp. You want to uh, you want to look sharp without having to worry about it. You want to look casual but sophisticated. You want to look uh, like you know you could wear something to work, but you also could wear it out to play. That's where Stitch Fix comes in. It'll send you a monthly box of all sorts of clothing, accessories, and items that fit the styles, fit the season, and fit your personal taste. So you don't have to do any shopping. You don't have to worry about keeping up with what's trending. Uh, and as the season change, so does the Stitch Fix box. Uh, personal stylists will send you clothing that make you look and feel your best. Uh, we're not talking one size fits all. We're talking this fits your style. And right now, if you go to stitchfix.com slash KFC, you get an extra 25% off of everything Ooh. in your box. Stitch Fix, we, we get Stitch Fix, mm-hmm. and it's actually like frustratingly good. Yeah, because you, you I'm end up always keeping like, like, everything. God damn, I'm keeping all Because what so you can do is if you don't like it, you send it back, and you don't pay for those items. You only pay for what you keep. But when someone dangles a bunch of dope shit in front of you, it's like, <laughs> this is very easy to keep. But if you do keep all the items in your first box, you get that extra 25% off, and it's just a $20 styling fee that gets applied to anything that you end up keeping. So it's stitchfix.com slash KFC. Keep everything in your box. Get 25% off. One more time, stitchfix.com slash KFC. Josh Wolf, let's talk to him. Like, can I tell you when I you when I when I knew I, I had won too many too many? So wait, are we recording? Yeah. Okay. When the when the Patriots lost to the Eagles after the game, right when the game ended, I just turned to my brother and I was like, "That was a good game." <laughs> and that's how you know. And that's how you know because my brother was like, "Can you believe we're not screaming?" I'm like, "I know it was just a fun game to watch. I'm glad for the Eagles." And he was like, yeah, we've won too much. spoiled (laughs) son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, we've won too much. But I respect you because you're like, what, 60 now? Yeah, I'm 60. So, like, you've been through some of the bad years, too. Yeah, man. I I remember when they sold Babe Ruth. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. You were your prime back then. (laughs) I mean, I look at some of these kids who are, and they're not, I guess they're not kids anymore, but they started as kids, and they've had, even Feidelberg is usually here. I mean, he went from, like, what, it's been like a 12-year run? Yep. So he went from like 18 to 30. Like that's the best there is. You get like a he, – he's actually said this before. He's like, I got my like youth championship with yep. my dad. Then I got like a, a high school championship. And then I did college championships where I partied. And now I have them as an adult. I'm checking all these boxes. And I'm like, fuck you, man. You're picking like which championship from which part of your life you like most. Suck my dick. Let me ask you something. As a fan of a bunch of terrible teams. You, not me. Just the most yeah, yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. teams, by the way. What what championship would bring you the most oh, joy? It's not even close with the Mets. Really? It's it's how all, come? How come? Because they've been I, so bad. I, it's well, they've all been bad. It's just uh, and we we say this all the time on We Gotta Believe. It's I didn't choose the Mets life. The Mets life chose me. Mm-hmm. It's just like it was ingrained into me from my stupid fucking mother, that dumb <laughs> bitch, that stupid bitch. She bestowed it upon me, yeah, and uh, and I just it's it's the sport that means the most to me. It's funny I played basketball the most growing up, so like that's the sport, the actual action I like the most. But baseball is it okay. for me, and that's and I, you know baseball's so gay, it's so old and history <laughs> yeah, and records yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that shit, you know. Well, let me ask you another question. So, wh- say the Mets win, what Met jersey is Little Kev wearing into work the next day? Wait, wait, me, little yeah, Kev? Or, oh, okay. Because I, uh, I got to ask you a question about, okay. about kids. What, 
Uh, well, I mean, it would be... Would it be an old school jersey? No, no, fuck them. <laughs> like, it's, it's whoever brings me... It'll be Pete Alonso. Like, if, if it's him, he gets it. Like, fuck everybody else because you couldn't get the job done. Or or it'll be some sort of, like, t-shirt I've made that says, like, fuck the ownership. Fuck the Wilpons. Like, because that's, that's what this is about. We overcame those motherfuckers. Has any team had more hype and disappointment with young pitching than the Mets. Oh, with the, if you with go the all the way back pitching. to Isringhausen and no. those dudes, every time Generation K, and now this one is like, I mean, it's embarrassing to have that good of a pitching staff all cheap all the time, all cheap. Like yeah. they were like five hundred yeah. grand each. Yeah, go spend all that extra money on the rest of the team, and you will win a championship. And they just wouldn't do it. And that's why, yes, you can blame some of these pitchers for not panning out. You can blame, you know, they just fired. You see, they just fired their pitching coach. You see who they, they hired? Who? He's 82. <laughs> he made his major league debut really two years to? before the Mets existed. Get out of here. He made his debut in 60. Wait. It, it came about in 62. Is he going to do that old-timey, you know, that old-timey, the, and he does, yeah, that, the, yeah. Dude, he's got the old man earlobes where gravity's oh, pulled no. him down a couple inches. He's got the nose that continued to grow. He's got the cancer spots on his face. He's got the nuts that won't fit into he, a jockstrap. But he still lets them hang. Yeah, he needs yeah. two jockstraps. You know what he does? This guy, he goes to the gym, and after the shower, he puts his foot up on the bench, oh. and he, like, dries his balls that way. I've he's always that guy. No said, shame with nudity. Yo, there is something, there is an age that grown men hit in the locker room where they decide, fuck it, I'm not wearing clothes anymore. It's got to be intentional. I, I don't know, because, listen, and why are you drying your nuts with the hairdryer? That's what I'm why? saying. That, why? See, that to me is a fuck you. Because if, if I, let's say, I was like, uh, okay, here's an example. Okay. When I have, I have a towel on, you know, if I'm because putting my boxers on. Because you know where on, the fucking towels are. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, I, you know, I, I'll pull my boxers up, like, over my, you know, under my towel yep. sort of thing. Maybe in my older age, I'd be like, you know what? I don't fucking care anymore. I'm going to drop my towel and let my dick out for a second before yeah. I put my boxers on. That's fine. At no point would I be like, well, I've been wanting to dry my balls with a hairdryer for 30 years, and now I'm old enough to just say fuck it. It's not something I no, ever want to do. Are, so that to me is like, I'm going to put my old balls in your face with this hairdryer because I'm spiteful. That, <laughs> there's so many levels because also, man, like it's not like they're naked. They have the towel over their shoulder. It could easily be. So they found the fucking towels. It's not like they don't know where they are. Do you know what I mean? And then, you know, my gym took away the hair dryers. So you know what they started drying their balls with? The hand dryers. They would, they would hit the hand dryer, and you know their ball sack is... Doing like well, no, they, oh, they would just hold the Yeah, they would sack. hold the ball sack. Oh, yeah. Well, well you got to like go on your enough. ankle, yeah. pick the balls up, pick it up, and hold it up. That's... Uh, Wait a minute. You, yes. You're saying you've seen a person do this, or they're all doing this? Because okay. I think you should be locked up if you if you have your nutsack in your hand underneath the hand dryer. It's pre crime. It's actually probably just regular crime. Yeah, and you need to go to jail. I, here's what I there at this one gym where they took away the hair dryers because one guy basically said, "Hey, all the old dudes are blowing their nuts with the hair dryers," and I his locker was right behind the sink, and he was like, "I'm just getting hot air full of nuts." Do you know what I mean? I'm, just, I'm downwind, you know? Yeah, I'm downwind. My <laughs> mouth was open. You know what I mean? Like, this whole thing is gross. There's a couple pews flying yeah, around. Yeah. Oh, my Got God. Got rid of the hair dryers. So they all went, they all, all the hair dryer dudes just went to the hand. And there's a line. Well, that's, uh, it, the problem is not There's that. a line. No. There's a little conga line of old dudes trying to dry their nuts. Don't, what's wrong with drying your nuts with a towel? I'll tell you what they're doing. Those, those old guys are going, how come you guys are drying your hands with the nut dryer? <laughs> <laughs> they're just so old, they don't know what that technology the nut is. dryer. <laughs> if there's a line, I mean, come on. Guys just standing there swinging their nuts. You would think they could just swing them dry at a certain age. Hold them up and 
Just blow on them yourself. Do you know what my grandfather said to me once? Okay. So, um, all right. So this, I was probably eight years old. One of my favorite things about my grandparents is that they knew no line for jokes. Oh, yeah. They were just on board for whatever was funny. Mm -hmm. So my grandfather sat in the front seat of a car. I was in the back seat. And he sat down and he goes, whoop. I go, what happened, Papa? And he goes, I just sat on my nuts. And I go, what? And he goes, yeah, it's going to happen to you someday. And I said, is it really? And he goes, yeah, wait till you get older when you hold them in your hand so you don't poop on them. I was like, what? (laughs) What? What is happening right now? I was like, dude, I'm eight, man. Like, I I haven't even dropped out of my body yet. They're still like tight, you know, tight. (laughs) I don't even know that that is a thing. (laughs) Shit on your nuts? What? And then I started to think, I started to think back um, about like my grandmother used to tease my grandfather. About the length of his nuts, but I was too, <laughs> I was too young to understand it. Yeah, that's true love. But I remember my favorite, now that I look back, my favorite one is that we were walking out the door to go to dinner, and she turned to him and she said, tuck him into your socks, honey, we're going out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a keeper. That's a keeper. Uh, that's, that's the woman that's you, you know, keep. yeah. Well, she had a giant hump, my grandmother. Like a, like a ring the bell. Not no. like, oh, did she have a bump? Like a ring the bell. Mm. And so she was used to and she had a wanted. Great personality. Yes, yeah. <laughs> she had a great, but she had to. We used to tease her. I'm like, I know you keep your money in the hump. <laughs> <laughs> Storing water in that yeah, thing, yeah, coins. What do you got in there? A camel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, but she had a good sense of humor about her hump, and my grandfather had a great sense of humor about his nuts. long nuts. Yeah. Well, it's not even just your grandfather's. It's like you know, we're all gonna be there. It's gravity. To. And even you know, then you don't have to be old. You have a, you catch me on a, on a bad day or a good day, depending yep. on your you know perception. If it's warm enough and. You know they're 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 halfway to my knee. Have you <laughs> crossed your low. legs and crushed your knee? Did you see that video that went viral this week? Uh, I did. Oh, that guy, the ah, yeah. Like the, <laughs> I I have not. I've I've sat on them. I've sat on them. Yeah. I've, I've caught them. I pinched them. I don't think I've. So when he's when he's in, when that guy's in pain. Yeah, that's his leg against his leg. Is that is there a zipper or something in there? No, what, that's that you're crushing your nuts right at this but that's move a pretty, right here. Still a pretty soft area, at least for me. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I this mean, guy's been doing that fly trap thing at the but gym. I but think, I think <laughs> you probably got some bigger nuts. And the thing is, when you get that old, like you really have to decide where you want to put them. Yes. You, you can't tuck them under because mm-hmm. you're going to sit on them. Mm-hmm. So you try to keep them in the middle. But this guy sounds like he's got to lift him up and maybe just lay him on his lap like a cat or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> one, of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite urban legends, allegedly, is how Patrick Ewing has to, you just have to take it out. If he was sitting to take a shit, he'd have to take it out and leave it like over the bowl he would, because it would be like into the water otherwise. Like what? His dick? Yeah. In the water? Yeah. So like he would – Like an elephant out. trunk? Yep. And he would lean it like either on his left leg or like over the bowl. I can tell you who started. Which is then you. Ha- <laughs> I can tell you who started that rumor. Patrick, Patrick Ewing. Ewing. <laughs> who the f- I would start but that again, rumor about myself. You, right like now. also, if you look at Patrick Ewing, yeah. it's probably not a rumor. No, <laughs> that guy's probably needs to do things like that. Let me like, ask you. I think he was the same one, same guy that he had to tape it to his leg when he played. That is like. That's not even. That's, I, I don't even have a place for that in my brain. Like, like I don't you, know. You know when people say like the universe is constantly expanding. And yeah. I'm always like expanding into what? It's like yeah. Patrick Ewing's dick was so big he needs to tape it to his leg, and I'm just like, what? That my makes brain. no. I have no. Okay, all right. But would you want to have a no. dick that big? No, 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 no. I don't think so. I, I don't even forget about that. That's like you know you have to worry about what you're wearing in the morning. You have to worry about where no you're sweat dipping pants. into the water. Yeah. Uh, I, I. But also, I mean, I don't want anything that's big enough. Where the ladies can't handle it. Yeah. Maybe just a little bit they can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> just enough yeah. that they go, wow, I can't handle this. Yeah. But if they really put their mind to it, they can. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because listen, if you're walking around with like 
<laughs> like if they're really trying, you can handle it. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not trying hard enough. Give it. Yeah, yeah. It's not your. You know, it's it's your heart in that in that sense. Yeah. If it's like you know, ten inches, like. There's places you can't put it and speeds you can't go and things you can't try. And, yeah, you, you know, know, I think that just if you start doing the math, sometimes when you watch some of the – like you watch a porn and you, you're like, that dude's dick is like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then you say, that woman is 4'8". <laughs> Where is that going? It's like – I'm not sure. It's like a it's magic like trick. Years, yeah. It's a magic It's trick. like when they put the balloon yeah, down their yeah, throat. Yeah. It's like, it's like when the fuck? When the, when the clowns just keep getting the going. things out of their mouth, you're like, yeah. how, is, how much <laughs> – how is that 13 inches not coming out of your eyeball right uh, now? It's got to at least be up into, like, your esophagus. Yeah. Or, or down to your, you moving know, organ whichever. Or which, something. Yeah. yeah I, I, that's a question I wish you had asked. What was the woman who used to come in here and do the show with Awesome. You? We can ask her again. We just had Lisa Ann recently, the legend. She is a legend. OG MILF. She was a delight. And I believe we'll have a Bella Danger soon, so apparently I'm just a full-blown porn guy now. Wait, can you ask that question for mm-hmm. me? Oh, yeah. And then, because I'm really curious about Yeah, that. I will. Uh, uh, I, I think their, their pussies are just huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like the universe it but, just keeps expanding. Yeah. <laughs> huge that way, but like not huge in Inward, their body. Yeah, well, it, it's the Do size I not know of the how vagina. That works? No, like I think it's very funny when, when I mean talk I know about I know guys are talking about it, but but is there like an extra like I don't think like a cow has a second stomach, right? Like, is that is it does it go off it's sideways just, or something? Like I don't know, if like you, like your body just like when they know it's time to have sex, you just like latch another stomach on another another yes. another something on and can just go up into there. Like, Clear I, some, move the liver. <laughs> 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 like if you, I don't know, I know so little about a woman's body, and I should know more. Zero. But if you, I know, to, I know, I know how to spell fallopian tube. But if you were like, what does that do? I'd be like, ah. Uh, it leads to the fallopian? Like, I don't know. What, what's the, the flopes? Fl- yeah, you yeah. Know. I don't know exactly. No, I don't know any of it. I and, mean, you know, we love we them. Should. We should. We should know these things inside and out. We don't know, we don't know the first thing about them. How old were you when you, when you realized that the, that the pee did not come out of the vagina? 34. No, what? seriously. Right how old, now, how old where does it come from? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean. Uh, were you in your 20s? Probably, Me yeah. Too. I was yeah. in my 20s. Yeah, I thought it just, just dumped we out. We had one hole, so yeah. I figured they had one hole, right. too. I thought I thought it was like a singular and I'll tell you something like girls need to evolve better than that because when they pee it's a fucking catastrophe. It takes too long. And it just I mean in my mind it's like you know when you see like a plane that's like dumping on like a wildfire they yeah. just open it up and it just yeah. splashes out like that's what it feels like to me. It's like we can aim, we can we can it's it's a whole it's a nice little process. For them I just feel like it's like go and it just falls out. It seems a little more like a job for yeah. them. Yeah. For them. Especially and for us, when they're wearing like rompers, they gotta get totally naked. <laughs> like, I, this is a joke. Have you seen rompers, dudes wearing rompers around here? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Well, it was funny. So that was like what, last summer or a couple summers ago where it like first came out and went yeah. viral. And Feidelberg, who's he's usually he's our fancy boy. We call him Madame Feidelberg. He's very always on trend and always ahead of the curve. And he was like, Fuck yeah, like man rompers, whatever I think we were calling them. The romp hymns or whatever the name was. He was like, yep, let's do it. We'll sell them. It's going to be the summer of rompers. And then we did like a prototype of them because we were going to try to sell them. Yeah. And he put them on. He was like, fuck no. I can tell Absolutely you, fucking not. He does not have the body type for a romper. <laughs> I don't know how else to put that. But I'm not, I, when I look at him, I'm not thinking that dude would rock a romper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, was, yeah. He got a little yeah. overambitious. Yeah. yeah. He really... Yeah. <laughs> He really did. He overshot his gold. You got, you got to be like a fancy 
skinny French model. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, it makes sense. That guy wears lady clothes. start with just like a maybe a T-shirt a size too small. <laughs> See, just dip his toe in just a little. Ease into those waters. Ease in. <laughs> Buy an extra large and we'll dry it on high. See what, if your, what if your son came home wearing the romper right now? How old is he now? He's getting up there. He's, he's 22, man. Yeah. So, like, he comes home and he's like, hey, Dad. And he doesn't even make, you know, doesn't even say anything. Just like, hey, what's up, Dad? And he's got a one-piece on. Which, well, again, his nuts are either on one side or the other, that yeah. seam, and it's, it's all up in his junk, and he's just like, what, what are you looking at? What's the problem, Dad? Well, here's the thing. Now he's 22, so he's open for ridicule. And so, <laughs> open season. Yeah, it's, and I would treat him like I treat like everybody else. Yeah. Look, I, I'm up for you. Whatever you want to wear, whatever you think you can rock, you can rock. But we don't live in, don't live in an ideal world where you think, I can rock whatever I want, and, and nobody no one should will say. say no. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with you wearing, like when my, when my oldest son was... Eight, he really wanted to dye his hair blue, <laughs> and I told him, "I go, listen, man, I'm. You want your hair to be <laughs> listen, blue, listen, man. I go, you, I go, you want your hair to be blue, and he goes, yeah. I said, okay. I said, we're not going to dye it permanently, but I'll spray it blue, and you can go to school tomorrow with what? There's hair like, spray, like, like, like yeah, no, temporary. Like, I was tagging his hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got some spray paint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but then I like, I said, but you're going to go to. School. And this was always my theory with them with things they wanted to try. Yeah, I'll let you try it. But no, when you go to school tomorrow, you'll be crushed. You, it's blood in the water. Yeah, and yeah. don't you don't get mad at those kids. Right, this is how they are fully justified. Totally justified. Yeah. You had brown hair yesterday. You have blue hair today. One's They're normal. Eight. One's not. Yeah, you're going. You're going to hear it. Right. He came home. The first thing he said, he put his backpack down and he goes, "Let's wash that out." So that's what I thought. That's <laughs> what I thought. Good but I would do lesson. the same thing with the romper. I yeah. go, "Hey, man, I think that you, you, I basically can tell what religion you are, and <laughs> I feel free to walk down Hollywood Boulevard because you'll definitely fit in there. But anywhere else, you're gonna have a hard time." But it's funny because, like, again, fights will dress ridiculous, and we will roast him, and he'll go out and. Girls will not roast them. Girls will love it. They'll flock. They'll talk. And sometimes it's like, well, you know, depending on what your goal is, it's kind of like, uh, well, I don't care that like my is buddies he are making a lot fun. Of pussy? He he's got a girl now. Uh-huh. He got a uh, astoundingly low amount given his like situation. Yeah, especially when he was in Boston, he was like living in Boston, right? As one of like the main guys of Arsenal sports, it should have been just a constant parade. Is he super nice? No, he's an anomaly because he's, he's he's a social misfit. He's got terrible social anxiety. <laughs> yeah. uh, hates people, hates places, hates activity. Doesn't like any sort. So you know, like what comes along with the pussy. Like the next morning, there's an awkward moment, or like, do I have to call her again? All those little things that it's just like I don't know, I'll figure it out. Yeah. He's just like, well, I'm not gonna do it. Really? Crazy. It's crazy. That you know, or at least either that, or he's like. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled. Like he, he's just been playing the long con and not telling anybody forever. What about this girl he's dating now? Uh, she's great. I mean, she's she's she likes to do nothing. Also, uh, I think she probably feeds into his worst tendency. Sure. <laughs> 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 no, I think she actually brings him. She balances him out. Let's let's fucking hope that guy'll get a little bit more normal. But uh-huh. but even it's not even necessarily like that. You know, he would go out to the bar wearing something like this. And you come with me. I'm gonna go fuck right. you. But it's like he's got this ridiculous hat. One time he bought this silly hat. It's like four hundred dollars. He comes in here for a hat. Yeah, it's like a. It's not like a cowboy hat. It's like a Pharrell hat, kind of. Oh boy. Right. And yeah. we're like, this is, and it drives me. It infuriates me. I'm like, you. Sometimes he puts it o- the headphones over it, no. and I'm like, fuck you, man. But then in certain circles, certain places, girls, the curious like, George you're pulling hat. it off. You're pulling it yeah. off. And I'm like, <laughs> every time people say that, I'm like, stop 
stop it. You're fucking, you're, you're enabling. You're feeding into it. I'm the one who's got to look at this stupid hat. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I dress pretty normal. What about your kids? You, how old are your kids? Four and two. So they're still just in, like, whatever I put them in. You yeah, know? you know what? When my kids were around, maybe a little older, I started to let them dress themselves. It's big daddy shit. Yeah, you know, but mostly because for, for a couple of reasons. One, it was one less thing I had to do. Yep. But two, like, I wanted them to figure out, look, I'm not against being ridiculed. <laughs> I grew up it, with three older Josh, brothers. Josh, it sounds like you like it. Yeah, it sounds I, like you're angling for I, it. I'm not against <laughs> it. I think you learn things. You learn, you, it's character yeah, building yeah, shit. Yeah, and I'm yeah, not yeah. saying everyone needs to be bullied. There's a whole different thing. But to get some shit every now and then, is it, it the worst? It a hundred percent. I think what you should almost do. It's almost like when when uh, when parents let their kids drink at a certain like younger. Like I let them have a glass of wine at dinner. It's like you're not gonna let them go shit get shit faced, but you test it out. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna let you go to school and get ridiculed over something that's gonna like drive you to suicide. No. But I'll let you go to school with blue hair and come back and yeah. realize, hey, maybe normal is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe falling in line and conforming isn't the worst idea. But also, it's just controlled knowing. bullying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is for me, honestly, it's just letting them know. Yeah. With bold choices. Yeah. I always wanted them to know this. Like, it's okay to take, make a bold choice. I love you making a bold choice. But, but know what comes with every bold choice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Know that everybody, bold choices are bold for that reason. Mm -hmm. That you're taking a risk. Mm -hmm. But I, what, some of my, what, my youngest son didn't mind that at all. Right. He would take the risk all day. And he learned that about himself early. And my daughter early on learned, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. That's Just, not my. So you're going to play it yeah, safe yeah, 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 and stay yeah. cool. Yep. I don't fucking like that at all. You I, know? I'm a. Uh, I'm all for, like, now that I have kids, they're still so young, but I, I'm all for, like, blend in. Just be another face in the crowd. <laughs> don't go too hard. Don't go too, don't overextend yourself. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you want, them to, you want the best for them, but I also, it's like, you know, you hear horror stories about some bullying and, and the, the issues and the shit that can arise if you are standing out. I'm like, why don't we just uh, fall in line a little but bit? Like, <laughs> but, like, there's a way to stand out. And not stand out. Yeah, not be like an asshole about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, just because you go in with blue hair doesn't mean you're not going to go out and play kickball. Right. Like, like, you know what I mean? Do like, the normal things and maybe look a little bit. That's almost, you have to that's pick. Do you want to look different? Do you want to act different? Do you want to? Because if you do it all different, then you're an asshole. <laughs> you, then you're going to spend a lot of time by yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? That's the other thing, yeah, too. You're it's a lot like, of time by you yourself. know. But, 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 but are you worried about your kids getting bullied? Um, do you think your parents were worried about you getting bullied? Hmm. I don't know if my parents even love me. So, uh, I, I, <laughs> well, your mom didn't. I, I, she made I, you a Mets fan. Seriously, clearly not. <laughs> She's like, let me ruin this kid's life right now. That's why I've said I'm not gonna. I'm not raising my kids as Mets fans. It's too late. No, it's not. Don't, do do they not hear two? you yelling at yeah, them? Yeah, but like, but I'm not like making them watch with me. Do you? Although know that almost, I, I am realizing. That, like, the convenience, like, I was watching the game and my son wanted to watch Frozen. Yeah. I was like, first of all, you're gay, damn it! Yeah. No. But I was like, I want to watch the game, and if you want, if you liked baseball, he's super young, but yeah. if he was into, you know, then I, two birds with one stone, I had to change the channel. So that, that's annoying, but I can't do this. I don't like this life. I don't like I'm my life. I, okay, so my oldest son, politically, and his views are extremely different from mine, right? Okay. My daughter, she, when she was 15 told me that she was dating her best friend, Savannah. No problem with that. Uh, I, and my youngest son, we're Jewish, went to a Catholic high school. I don't care who you pray to. But my youngest son came up the driveway one day wearing a Kobe Bryant shirt. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> and, and that he had won at a carnival at school. And he was probably eight. And he walks up. 
And he goes, hey, I go, hey, buddy, where'd you get that, where'd you get that shirt? He goes, I want it at the carnival. It's Kobe. I go, I know who it is. <laughs> and um, he said, uh, you want to get, I'm going to go inside. Do you want to play? We're, we're big in playing PlayStation together at the time. He goes, you want to play some PlayStation? I go, sure. I go, but you got to take that shirt off. And he said, why? I want it. I go, yeah, but you can't wear it Not in the house. my house. You can choose who you vote for. You can choose who you have sex with. You can choose what God you pray to. But you don't choose your sports teams. Do not. Not in my house. <laughs> but not see, not okay, in my house. But so was the problem that it was Kobe and the Lakers? You're Celtics yes. guy, right? So what if he came home in like a... A Pacers jersey, less egregious. So, so in my mind, yeah, I want to. I want to make Kobe. It's the it's yes. the Kobe's a big fuck you. Yeah, Kobe's a dick. The Lakers and Celtics are yeah. no go. No, yeah. But so I want to make my my kids restricted free agents. That's what it is. Like you can't you can't be a Yankee fan. No, I would and like probably like the Phillies and Red like Sox? no, I, I'm I'm cool with the Red Sox because I hate the Yankees so much. Braves I, like, and like the Braves, the Braves and Phillies, eh, probably Phillies definite. Right. I want to Phillies and the Yankees no go. And the rest, you know, you want to come home and be a fucking Seattle Mariners fan? That's a bad choice. But harmless. Okay. But harmless. You want to go be a Giants fan? How about that? A Giants, good organization. They're yep. going to win. The West Coast is going to fuck you up, but fine. Yep. Sure. Just, but I don't do this Mets life and just don't be a Yankee fan. I feel like a Seattle fan is basically choosing the same life as yours. Yeah, I, I, call, I call the Mariners Mets West. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they do equally <laughs> stupid things. <laughs> they, they've traded away. I mean, they lost A-Rod, Griffey, and Randy Johnson all at different times. Imagine that. Dude, do you remember? Imagine that. I believe the trade that got us Derek Lowe and Jason Veritek, when Veritek was a rookie, I believe, mm-hmm. I think was Heathcliff Slocum. <laughs> remember that name. I think that was the trade. Dude, there are certain things, like you could just say baseball players' names in the past and I'll laugh. You know, it's just like, there's no, like if you just, like when people just say to me, Dante Bichette, I'm Come just on. like, remember that fucking guy? Yeah. <laughs> they just say the name and I'll Dude, laugh. Dante Bichette. Butch Husky. <laughs> Like that's a real, it's a real human. But that's because baseball players have the best names. Yeah, I baseball mean, players without a doubt. Dante Bichette. It's a, it's a name. Bernard Gilkey. Oh, <laughs> I always loved Heathcliff Slocum. That's a great one. Slocum doesn't sound like a real last name. No, that sounds like a, Heathcliff Slocum sounds like a cartoon cat. It really does. Who wears a cardigan sweater? <laughs> yeah, and smokes wait, out wait, of a pipe. Wait, wasn't Heathcliff? Was that that was that was a cartoon was, cat? Yeah, right? Okay, that's exactly right. Maybe his last name was Slocum. <laughs> who, knows, who knows? Yeah, but I, I, to be to me, baseball, the weirdness of the names match the game. So why don't you name your kid a baseball player name? Maybe that's what we should have done. Well, what Maybe would you, you choose? Your, I don't know. That's Bartolo. a great question. Yeah, that would be a great one, Bartolo. If I just feel like. Uh, you know, Mal- Mal- Malcolm Gladwell did a study about this in, in his one of his first books. It was like the opposite effect, how like very ethnic and urban names, people don't get jobs, you know. Well, maybe we can you can use that for good. Right. Like give him a, a like a, a athlete's name. Like sometimes you just see a name and you're like, that guy can ball. You know what I mean? What is the like there's... even like like Zion? Like, Zion Williamson is a athlete's name. Yeah. And, and, and it's per- he's like the savior and he's like a god. And and, you know, is it is it? Which is it? Does the name match the player? Did the player match the name? Did he become Zion because he was Zion? Is it all just meant yeah, to be? Ja but Morant. you certainly give him. Yeah, John. Ja yeah, like, sounds... that guy's not an accountant. No, that guy's not. Zion not Williams is not money. working at Enterprise. <laughs> now I'm not giving. Yeah, I'm not giving John ja Morant my money. Yeah, hey, your accountant, John ja Morant. I don't think so. <laughs> no way, <Yeah>. man. No <laughs> way, dude. Did you see the the woman? It was a uh, trending. I think her name was Marijuana Pepsi. Yeah, became a doctor. Yeah, bucked the trend. Marijuana Pepsi. Yeah, see, that's like the exception, not the rule. I have to tell you, though, just on principle, I'm not going to a doctor named Marijuana yeah, Pepsi. Like, I'm happy you got the degree. Yeah. But will you ever have a practice? No, no sir. Now, if it was Marijuana Pepsi Berg, 
I might go. <laughs> I might go, but a straight or, up Pepsi, I'm I mean, not going. How about you know this? I mean? You know, like you, you start working uh, in the medical marijuana field, and your name is marijuana. No better. Yeah, no better person for that, right? I feel like I kind of do work in the medical marijuana yeah. field. <laughs> I mean, but, you, you got you should have your own product at this point. I, you have your own like wolf strand of. There uh, was a guy in Seattle when I went, and he brought me a half pound of weed, <laughs> and he called it Wolf One Eighty. I go, why 180? He goes, because it'll turn you completely around. And I said, I... I, Great fucking name. Yeah, it was a great name, right? And I said, he goes, this is for you. People have been buying a lot of it. I go, hey, just out of curiosity, man. What the fuck do you want me to do? He goes, fly home with it. I go, I'll fly home with a joint. (laughs) Do you know how much a half pound of weed... First of all, it smells... You can't hide... If I had a little bit of weed in my pocket right now, you'd smell it. Weed yeah. is so good now, right. you smell it. A half pound. <laughs> How much is that, like, hand wise? It's a brick. It's a brick. Yeah. It's a brick. <laughs> it's a giant. He goes, cube put it on weed. your carry on. I go, you want me to put that through? Through. Through. But like, so can you, if you are flying, like, in LA? If, what, yeah. Uh, there's a certain amount that they, I've had the TSA take my edibles out of my bag. This was, it made me super nervous because I always fly high. Have to. Have to. And um, there's one woman that I take when I take the red eye. I was supposed to catch a red eye on Wednesday night. I got to tell you the greatest high story of all time. <laughs> but there's one woman I, on the red eye here at JFK. She, she comes, as soon as I come on the plane, she goes, we got extra Pringles. I'm like, you know, yeah. where, I'll, you know where I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle of water and Pringles yeah. right here. Stat, let's get yeah. it going. Here we go. <laughs> on Wednesday night, I was supposed to fly here. Okay. So. I I return my rental car. Don't ask why I'm driving a rental in my hometown. Just driving a rental. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Don't no. Don't ask. Don't tell. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> so I drive it, and I need to get on a bus. The bus is going to take me the rental car bus to the LAX. It's literally down the street. Okay. So I take about forty-seven hits off of a joint. I try to just power it down, right? But I figure I'm going to be on the bus for ten minutes. I love being high in airports because I and really high because I love the ambient noise. I love the <laughs> wah, 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 and I love the like the I love that. It makes me feel like I'm, like a, a PA announcement every now and yeah, then. Like, boom, boom. I love yeah. it. I love all of the noise. It's sensory overload. Yeah. I fucking love it. It, I, it honestly gives, it makes me scared and happy at the same time. You know, like um. You know, like that stomach, you that feeling you get in your stomach when you're nervous. Mm-hmm. You know when you get it. Got it right now. You know when you get it on your asshole. <laughs> do you know what you? Do you know what I mean? You know that feeling where you're like, I don't know if this, if I like this, if I don't, but it kind of tickles, but it kind of hurts. Do you know what I mean? You know that feeling a little bit. Yeah, I I, that's what I walk around with. It's, it's sometimes it's in your taintish asshole yeah, yeah, yeah. area, right? So I'm looking forward to that. I get on the bus. I sit in the back. I got my headphones on. I'm looking down. I feel like we've been on this. Am I high? We've been on this bus for a long time. We've been and again, you're supposed to just go down the block. Yeah. yeah. But in my last 20 minutes, oh, no. we have gone maybe two blocks. Uh, and I look up, and it's cars for as long as I can see. It's Wednesday at 10 o'clock. Where the fuck are all these people going? It's jammed. And now I start to get a little claustrophobic. Mm. And I start to freak out just a little bit, right? And so I'm sitting in the back with a bunch of people, and I go, I got to get up. I got to get I got to get up. 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 And they were like, okay. So I go okay, stand I go stand at the front of the bus next to the bus driver. And she's like, I'm going to need you to sit you're, out. You're doing right. like the Keanu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, I'm going to need you to sit down. I go, I can't sit down. She goes, I'm going to need you to. And she goes, I go, I can't. She goes, I'm going to brake check you. I go, brake check away. <laughs> but I'm standing right here, right? I said, I need to be up. I'm freaking out a little bit. She goes, okay. But I take that. So when I get high and I fly, I f- it happens a lot. But if I get a sign... That shows me maybe you should 
I'm, I'm almost going to miss my plane. To me, when I'm high in my high brain, that means this is a sign from the universe. Maybe you shouldn't get on the plane. Mm-hmm. So anybody who's ever been high, when you get one of those signs, automatically you think, oh, this is a sign. I shouldn't, right? But I think to myself, I'm a professional. I've done this before. I'll be fine. Power through this. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. I'm on the bus for 15 more minutes. And I get an alert. Boom, travel alert. Weather in New York. I call American. I say, you cancel the flight? They said, no, we're not canceling it. But we're giving you the option not to get on the plane. <laughs> high sign number two, yeah, right? Yeah, man, that's now, like... now, even if I'm not high, if I get that, if I talk to somebody like that on the phone, I'm like, ooh, yeah. iffy. Because it's almost more like, it's not even about dying. It's about, like, the memory would be that you're the asshole who died because you didn't watch the, sign, the warning yes, signs. You yes. know? It's like, come on, he, he, we told him. Yeah. told him. I'm about to get off the bus, <clears throat> and I decide, all right, I'm going to call my, and, and I, I literally would have to run from the bus straight to the gate. Zero time. If I want to make this flight, I got to do it now. I call my, I'm, I'm going to call my wife, Beth. I'm going to ask her. And then I go, no, I'm not going to ask her. She's going to say stay. So as soon as I put my phone back in my pocket and I say to myself in my head, I'm not going to call her. Phone rings. It's her. I pick up the phone. I go, what's going on? She goes, how are you feeling? I go, fine. She goes, I just want you to let you know I'm a little worried about you oh, getting on the plane. Oh, forget it. Would you have not? Got, I didn't I, get on the plane. I was going to say, did you get on it? No, I didn't get on the plane. I absolutely would not. Was, I, I was going to because I, I mean, I genuinely mean, I don't think I would go. I, Unless it was like, you know, a very pressing issue that night or you had to be I here. I didn't have to be here. I, so, I, I was like, am I crazy to not go? And she said, no. But then, you know what she asked me the next morning? No plane crash. And I was like, yeah. She was like, you look disappointed? Or? No. And I go, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, uh, first <laughs> of all, I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. It's like, were you justified? Yeah. <laughs> Guess what, bro? Yeah. Do you know why that plane didn't crash? Because I wasn't on it. Bingo. I, I truly and believe. You know so like 244 people on American Airlines should call Josh Wolf and say, thank you, I'm alive. I truly believe. that That's a comic book, like in the making right there. You know what I mean? But like, you that's wouldn't like, have got on the plane nope, either. Nope. No, me Again, either. well, you know what's funny? I mean, this is this is a rich person story. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if somebody, other people booked that flight, they're like, I have to get on that flight because I, I can't afford another. Well, one. American. <laughs> Are we able to like transfer it? They give you one transfer. Okay. When they give you All right. The so then, yeah, then yeah, you're yeah, good. Because yeah. I was going to say this is this is champagne problems where it's like if I get a little uneasy, <laughs> yeah. I just blow money off my ass. Whatever. <laughs> no, but that yeah. is. I mean, and, and, and her calling you puts it over the top. Over Cause, the top because you can justify everything else. I'm high. I'm paranoid. That's just a coincidence. Then you couple all that with like I just got an uneasy feeling. I've I've heard enough of those stories where they come true in a bad way to know that like it's not even. It, it, I, I for for. I actually respected her a lot when she said, are you a little disappointed? I was like, no. no again, I, didn't, I didn't need that, to be justified. Again, keep her. Yeah. <laughs> you know? she, she could be joking about your nuts next, yeah, dude. <laughs> she does joke about my nuts. It's, are, we're already there. Yeah. She <laughs> said something. She said, pretty soon, I think I'm going to be, when we're having sex, I'm going to be able to feel your nuts on the middle of my back. And I was like, I don't like that. I don't like you saying that to me. How are you going to make eye contact with me when you say that shit? You know what I mean? I don't, I don't talk to you about That's how you're... not fair, yeah, by the yeah. way. If you, if, you said, if you said the equal response to a female... No. Come on. Like your tits are about to be in your armpits later. Like, but nah, I will tell you... You should be crying by the end of that. I like the boobies that hang over the side. Do you? Yeah. All the way? Yeah, because that means there's like some... If your there, nipples are like pointing to the bed, that's a problem. You know, they're like all the way over. But look, that means there's some meat to them. Yeah, there's a, they're, they're yeah, real. Yeah, there's yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I like the mo- I like them moving. Do you know... Yeah, the, oh, yeah, the motion. The one time, the very one time I ever got a hooker, she had <laughs> one real tit and one fake one. No. One real tit. She Cyclops. Took, she took off her bra and I was like... <gasps> 
And she goes, like, this is so funny. She you said, tell I, me she could only afford one. Yeah, she said, no. I couldn't afford to get them both done at the same time. And I said, was that a Groupon? Like, they, they, were they doing one titty at a time? Buy one, get one free. Yeah. This was at a later time. <laughs> I couldn't. She, she, and no. I, I, I was so distracted. She goes, a lot of people think it's freaky. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. What you got to do there, you got to split that. that those cc's up you know so you got 100 cc's you go 50 and 50 you don't go 100 and zero no no you gotta uh, you, you gotta, gotta make it work div- you gotta divvy it up because one of her tits looked like it had had a stroke you know it looked like one of her tits looked like stallone's lip you know what i mean it was, oh you know what i mean it was all hanging down to the side and the other one was like what's up i, I how old are you oh 20 i was probably 29 why are you getting a, a, a cheap one titted hooker well, okay. Dark times for Josh Wolf. I had never had a hooker before. <laughs> and I was in Vegas with my brother. Maybe I was 30. And he was like, uh, have you ever had a hooker? And I said, no. And he said, you're getting one tonight. I was like, ah. And he goes, you've never had a hooker? And I go, do you think that makes me the weird one? Or, <laughs> yeah, that, that's I a mean, bit, you know. Yeah, why yeah. do you own me about right, this, you know? Right, But now, I'm, I'll be honest, now I'm like a little like, feel left out. Have you? Yeah, have yeah. you ever had a hooker? No, and now I feel like I'm going to have to go get one. But, but he was like, you have to experience it. And he said, we should do it. I would imagine it's awkward. That is my thing entirely. Or you either got to like dive in head first and you just, you're okay with but, this whole transaction. Or otherwise I'd be like, okay, are you into this at all? Am I allowed to do this? That's How much thing. do I owe you for that? I, all I'm thinking, any noise she makes, all I know it's I'm going to is a fake. Yeah. Look, if I've picked you up at the bar and you make fake noises, at least I've earned them. Right. You know what I mean? I don't right. mind if, you're, right. if they're right. fake. Right. Even that, to be in honest, my brain, I, I, I had one relatively recently that was just like, enough like i know i'm not i know i'm not yeah. putting it down that well yeah like, you know like i actually even did the slow down and like pull out because i'm about to come sort of thing where you yeah. pretend you're teasing them but it's actually just because you need to remove your dick for a second yeah like, i'm not doing that good and you're putting it on way too much man so That's but yeah the but, crowd's but, but gonna you, do tonight at the oh jesus christ <laughs> you son of a yeah. bitch but wait we'll get to okay, that in a second okay. but but uh but yeah you're right at least you earned that like the total phony like you're giving yeah. me you know five hundred dollars worth of of moans or whatever the yeah. fuck it is. Yeah. That's that yeah, that would get to me a little bit. And this woman, she had too many rules. Oh. She took out a, a a dude. First of all, she took out a timer, like an egg timer, oh. like from a kitchen. It even it, it had a chicken on it. Like legit from the kitchen. I I do almost respect that and where it's like so you're she, on the you know, But she you turned get, it to 60 <laughs> and she said your time starts now. And I said, "First of all, 60. Thank you very much." But <laughs> We could have sex, take a shower, and watch an episode of Friends. Like, 60. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need... Yeah, no That's just going to make me feel bad. Can you right. take the clock? I don't right. need the shot clock. You know what I mean? We're good. I'm going to be in under 60. Don't worry. Don't you worry about that. You know what I mean? But she had weird rules. Like, she was like, I'm not going to tell you my real name. And I was like... Don't and need so it. So, by the way, my favorite part of the story is when I was picking out... So, you know, in Vegas, they give you... you shopping? Yeah. In Vegas, yeah. they give you, like, that menu, you know? Uh-huh. And um, I called, and it was late. Wait, wait. so you chose the one boob, like, girl. It, it wasn't in her I mean, bio. You, yeah, yeah. It wasn't in her bio, dude. You know you what I mean? Catfish by a hooker. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I did choose weird. Like, I like weird shit. Okay. So if you were going to give me an opportunity to experience something and make it weird. So you're doing it for the story at this point. Oh. It's like, it could just be, like, the blonde bombshell, or you got this one over here. But I didn't have the option. You know what that's like? That's like, uh, it's like Indiana Jones when he's choosing the chalice. Yes. You know, and it's like, here's this beautiful gold nope. one. Josh is drinking from the half-broken bowl. Yeah, because better story. <laughs> yeah. I, and by the way, I didn't have the option for the blonde. Okay, it just there was on the table. two women left, and the woman on the phone said, I can send you over a petite Asian or a giant Puerto Rican. 
And brother, I'm with you, man. What I said, what I said <laughs> to my brother, he goes, "What do you think?" I go, "Well, I've had sex with a petite Asian. <laughs> I've never even seen a giant." Did she really say the word giant? Giant. I mean, if you tell me giant, giant. I am now thinking Game of Thrones. Like, I'm, I'm expecting an eight foot tall. Giant you? Puerto Rican is what she said. Petite Asian, giant Puerto Rican. So I was like, well, you know. I'd pay them. Yeah. I, Red Rover, Red I, Rover, I, I pay, send the giant Puerto Rican on yeah. over. Let's do this. But she came over and she was in he, her heels, six, five. <laughs> I checked for an Adam's apple. First thing I did. I was like, hey, Bruce Jenner, see, but let's, see the, let's see the Adam's apple. You know what I mean? I, you know what? At the same time, though, I'd be like, I'd get a tape measure. I'd be like, I paid for a giant Puerto Rican, so uh, you better be above 5'11". Oh, she like, was giant. <laughs> but, and not like giant, but she was muscular, but giant. <laughs> giant. She was definitely bigger than like me. like A-Rod's type. Yeah. Pre, Pre-J-Lo, when A-Rod was going through that like female wrestler period. Yeah, when he w- it. It was almost close to admitting he liked it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which he still needs to do. You'll never yeah. convince me. I'm so sorry, Alex. Hey, nobody are has, blue for yeah. a reason, man. <laughs> nobody has a painting of themselves as a centaur in nobody, their room. Nobody's kissing themselves in the mirror unless they like to kiss <laughs> other guys. Other dudes name Alex. So, but yeah, it was a, it was quite a, but I, I ended up not being able to, first of all, my brother was in the room with me because we were sharing a room. And I mean, yeah, but like he can go out for an hour. No, he because he, he expected you to just throw down with okay, him in there. Okay, here's what's you the and deal. your brother have a weird relationship. Here was bro. the deal because you just kind of glossed over that detail well, of the story. I've, I've kind of jumped over. Fucking weird. I've jumped over a bunch of parts of the story. <laughs> I, I haven't dumped it. I'm trying to jump around a little bit. So I hope he said to me. He said, "I go, man. I'm not going to do it in the room. You're in the room with me." He goes, "Just do it later after I fall asleep." Okay, and that makes. But sense. I should have known better. He's not falling asleep. No. No, anybody. We, I, I we were once in Maine to go tobogganing for barstool, and uh, I was sharing a room with one of the guys here, and uh, he was like, "I'm just gonna bring this chick back. Like, you just go to sleep." I was like, "Yeah, sure yeah. thing, man." And it's one eye open. Yeah. It was really more one ear open. Did you critique him? Uh, no, it was just. I mean, she put on a show. It was. It was a Dude, audible. It was some ASMR shit. I was like, "This is just a the delight." Best unfortunate peep that I ever had when I was a freshman in college. My roommate brought a deaf girl back to the room. This is one of the questions that I'm going to give you later on oh ATI. Oh, my God. The sounds that – it sounded Talk about like the somebody, audible overload it, at the it, airport. It, it like, sounded oh, like somebody oh, – there was somebody trying to get out of a plastic bag. <laughs> it was like – it was the crazy you – know, <laughs> it was – but with a struggle. He was laying it down. But it was like – I had never heard those noises. It was – it was I started to laugh. And then I started to cover my mouth. I'm like, she can't hear me laughing. Let it rip. I started to talk to him. I was like, hey, man. Flip that leg over. Yeah, yeah. Flip her around. Let me see this. No, I was like, hey, man, how long? Because this is disturbing. Like, yeah, I can't deal. Was she, like, cute, though? She's a hot chick, I, otherwise? Yeah. She was, uh, her name, she, I'm not going to give her name, yeah, but yeah. she was six foot gorgeous. You're the, the tall ones, huh? Yeah, well, it wasn't me. It was him. I, I'm a, I, I don't have a type, man. Apparently. Do you apparently, have a type? Um... I think so, but I wouldn't. I, I, it's one of those things. Like I've looked at my track record, and I'm like, "Yep." What do you think your type is? Uh, brunette and crazy. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down in New York. I'll tell you that. Yeah, you nope. really got your. You, <laughs> you gotta, find yourself in a lot of trouble all the time. Pick of the litter here. Yeah. <laughs> do you like them a little but, but, unbalanced? But like uh, uh, apparently, but again, I don't like them. It's like uh, more of like a proclivity where I just find myself in these situations. Like here I am again. But I don't, that person I, I, you just I, walked out of the building with today doesn't. No, that? no. So that's the thing. I was going to say, like, I if you put a beautiful blonde in front of me, like I'm not going to turn it down. Yeah. 
and it's and actually there's 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 something about just like a hot blonde chick. It's yeah. just like you're inherently hot. There's just something about that. It's more again, it's not my type. It's like ipso facto. It's like I, I wouldn't go out saying this is my type, but if I look at my track record, it's mostly that. Right. And it is there a body type that's yours or that doesn't matter? Uh, uh, again, it's more, uh, what do I prefer? Yeah. Sure. But I'll take what I can get. What do you, you prefer? Know? What do you prefer? Uh, short girl, fat ass. Short girl, fat ass. Yeah. So you be a fur Jew. Well, you know, are we talking about, <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about, are we, are we marrying her? Are we, you know, but would you not marry somebody who's uh, Jewish? I, I've actually thought about that recently. Probably, uh, first marriage, like, like. Before I was married, I probably was. I, no, I would want. I want. I would want her to be Catholic right. or Christian at least. I don't give a shit about the other little offshoots. Second go round, if I even decide to, right? You just want to be happy. Yeah, totally yeah. fine. It's funny how much that changes. Like that doesn't matter, man. Like maybe, I agree maybe, with you 100%. maybe if I maybe if I found someone who was Jewish but nicer, I wouldn't even be divorced in the first place. Like what you think is your type, the first go round, I think changes drastically if you're even considering a second go round. And if you're up for a fat ass, you're, the Jews are gonna eventually have them. I, I mean, and the er, I, did, did you? <laughs> I will tell you something. Have Let me one. tell you something about Jewish women. Okay, and this is true. Jewish women, all they look good until one day they don't they it's like a, a day yeah. and all of a sudden their whole face goes bloom and you're yeah. like what the fuck <laughs> did you did you stand next to the sun why did your face melt last night last night but they go from like i'm the hottest youngest looking mm-hmm. i feel like asians the same way asians you'll look like 18 forever and then they become like a 200 year old grandma yeah and then they they're just, just the person they, the per- and they shrink over and it's like <laughs> Yeah. Gravity just kicked your ass overnight, man. They all turn into the dude from Karate Kid, like in a heartbeat. <laughs> like it's, it happens overnight. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, the the rumor, like the urban legend, at least when I was like coming of age, was that um, Jewish chicks gave great head and they did anal. Was that it? Was that a thing for you? I I believe that's the opposite. Which is what's every funny. experience I've yeah. ever had yeah. with a Jewish woman. Right. I remember thinking that, and then I remember saying. I was sold a bill of goods. Yeah. You did not live up. You know that's who probably why I told you that? Urban legend. It's like, it's a slutty Jewish girl. Yeah, like, probably Jewish talk. girl. Yeah. It was like, hey, yeah, that, that is, that's like my buddy. So we had this big conversation about, because my son told me, my son tells me everything. And he told me, and this is one of the best things about having older kids, is he kind of keeps me in the loop of. Yeah, like what's right? going on. Yeah. So he told me the other day, he goes, hey, did you know? And I didn't know this. You guys probably know. You might not. How old are you? <laughs> you old. 38. Yeah, you're on the cusp of knowing. All right. <laughs> we age down here, though. Yeah, we we probably pull you down here, from you like probably adolescence. Know, you probably yeah. know from working here. But I didn't know that everybody's just eating ass now. Oh, yeah. Everybody. It's like, you, nice to meet you. Let me put my tongue in your asshole. That, yeah. Like, so so my age, look, we ate ass, but you, you earned it. It was like you, taboo. You, you it was a special thing. You earned it. Yeah, Five yeah. years in, no. I've done everything else. Let's see your ass. This is like, you know, if you don't, you're a joke. So my buddy, this is the thing. Like, my buddy, who's my age. I go, I asked him. I asked my son. I said, I go, you, I go, you, uh, you eat ass? No, you asked your son. That's crazy. And bro. he said to me, he goes, got to, bro. You got yeah, to. Got to, bro. You got to. It's almost like, there, there's probably, I mean, not me, but I'm sure there are people like, uh, like, I don't want to, but I have to. Got to. <laughs> you know? He said, you have to. <laughs> yeah. You're expected to eat yeah. ass. I was, I think I was ahead of the curve on that. Uh, but my thing is, I can't. Is there a curve on that? <laughs> Jeez. But, but, well, well, I think so. And there's and, there's two What's of the them. Curve? It's like it's yeah, right here, yeah. and you open them up, and you go. No, I'm just like, I mean, I was, you know, I was like losing my virginity and doing that at the same time sort of thing. That's okay. So yeah. my son in high school, 
People are eating ass in high school. Mm-hmm. See, yo, I was, I was, I've been, did, dude. I, I, I wasn't doing that when it was cool. I was doing that when it was, before yo, it was even a thing. If Crazy. someone, if someone tried to eat my ass in high school, I'd have called the cops. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Look, and when I was in high school, if someone touched my nuts, it tickled. I'm like, yeah. why are you doing that? That's so funny. They don't do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? But if somebody, I'd at least watched him with a mirror. Be like, I don't trust a thing you're doing. <laughs> Let's just make sure. Oh, uh, in high school. Yeah, it was and crazy. then you know what else he told but, me? But my thing is, I can't believe. They're, it's right there. You're so close. How do people like not eat ass? Because shit comes out of there on I a mean, daily I basis. No, yeah, but it's yeah. like yeah. you know, we were literally just just episode last episode talking about just how hysterically close together the vagina and the asshole yeah. are. It's just like they could not be physically closer together. So to me, it's almost like you end up eating ass by mistake. So, whoops, you, it, was in, it was in your ass. Have you ever dated somebody who's who had a really small taint? <laughs> and you were like, whoa, that, like, one accident, that looks like one hole. I was going to say. You know what I mean? Like, if you do, you sit on the wrong like, bike seat, you, you, you got one hole. You know what I mean? Like, that is so close. I like, mean, it feels like all of them, Josh. They're all pretty close. <laughs> yeah, but at least there's a little separation. Yeah. This was like, danger was right next to trouble. You know what I mean? Like, it was my, right there. I, I made this joke, uh, like, a few months ago, and Dad had said something very funny. And my dad, he's pretty quiet. Like, he's not, like, the jokester. And he, he said something to the effect of, like, uh, he goes, you know how God is a man? Because when he was designing the female, like, only a man will put a playground that that close to a sanitation dump or something like that's that. Funny, that's it was funny, like, yeah. and, and for my dad to have been like that, yeah. boom, sh- I was like, damn, dad! <laughs> but it's true. It's like a goddamn joke. Someone was like, put them as close together as possible. Yeah, you know, the, I remember the first time that I, okay, unfortunate truth, the first time that I fingered a girl, I had no. I thought because where the penis was, that's where the hole for the vagina was going to be up front. I thought it was a fronty. Like I the, like like the belly button almost. Yeah, like, 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 like below, like yeah, front, yeah. like right, right. So I remember I was pushing, 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 pushing. And I kept pushing, pushing what? I was going down. I was poking. I was trying to find oh, the like, hole. Like like progressively yeah, getting lower, pushing. Yeah, po- yeah. God. My, p- poking, poking, poking. Like, no hole there. No hole there. No, no hole there. there yeah, no hole there. Yeah. Nope. Nope. And then when I finally hit the hole, I was like, "Well, I've, I this has got to be the asshole." <laughs> I'm so far back. There's no doubt in my mind. This is the asshole. And I even apologized to her. I'm like, "I'm so sorry." She said, "For what?" I was like, "I don't know. Isn't that your asshole?" <laughs> I thought for sure. Yeah. She was like, you think that's my asshole? I'm like, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> See, we yeah. don't know enough about the, the anatomy. We really don't. Yeah, I mean, the, well, the first time I saw uh, doggy style sex and porn as a kid, I was like, I didn't, I did not understand you could be having sex from behind, also in the vagina. So I figured all doggy style sex was. How old are you when you first saw actual porn? Uh, so my grandma. Huh? She, <laughs> she, huh? Had, she had one of those illegal boxes, a, a black, yeah, she black did. box. Yeah, <laughs> super, <laughs> super illegal box on grandma. So I was probably in... Your grandma was watching porn? Well, that, that's what's funny is so she wanted to like the movie channels or whatever, and I can vividly remember her yelling up the stairs, you're not watching those dirty channels, are you? Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> yep. How? That was probably like sixth grade, so like 12. Did you guys watch them together? Did you uh, watch them together? Not with him. I, I stole his like porno mags that he had up in his uh, in his room. He had like the the attic like as his room. Yeah. The kid used to sneak up there uh, with my cousin. We definitely watched porn together. So did you sit next to each other or how'd you? Uh, I was like dual beds. Like how old? Side by you side were, beds. Again, you were like twelve like ish. He was probably like eleven or ten. My the first porn I ever saw for my buddy's thirteenth birthday. He had Gary Miles. He had a sleepover. And his dad bought us two movies. 
Oh, so it was this was intentional. This was again trying to like your man make now. your kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two movies. By the way, I mean that's one thing to do for your son to do that with other people's kids in the room is a bit weird. Two, I don't think I would do that. Two movies, <laughs> Warriors, uh-huh. and the uh, you know the porns back then were all movies. Like you, right. it wasn't just scenes. Right, it was a plot. Yeah. yeah, so it was an Alice in Wonderland movie. Mm-hmm. And I remember we watched the Warriors, and we were like, "Fucking yeah, the fucking Warriors." And we were all laying there, and then, and all talking and high-fiving, and as soon as that porn went in, the place went quiet, and everybody laid on their stomach. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> silence and boners. Yeah. <laughs> a good name for a porno. Yes, silence and boners, that's actually like the name of my next book. Yeah, that, that, that's my childhood. It's the, the, yeah. that's, uh, the Krasinski's movie, yeah. Quiet Place, it's the sequel. The silence, silence and boners. boners. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man, th- that first porn. That'll fuck you up, dude. I had no idea. There were so many things I learned. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. By the way, you know one thing I learned, and I didn't know until later on, unfortunately? So I had so many embarrassing things. First, the first girl I ever went down on fell asleep. Ooh. Fell asleep. Yikes. That's not a good sign, right? No. Okay. Shit-faced? This, like drunk, though, or just... Me or her? Either. I, her, I mean, like, we were did both... Did she have an excuse to... Pass yeah. out. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been drunk and fallen asleep on someone blowing you? Well, so I have not, but my friend did... And it like like the hookup gods cursed him. Like I don't think he's gotten a blowjob since he was in Ireland studying abroad. Fell asleep mid blowjob, and like he went on a an unheard of dry spell after that. It's like, <gasps> well, you spit in the face of a blowjob, man. Yeah, I, I've never. I've never. No, I've no. Never I can't out. imagine. I, I've you know been drunk enough to to not finish, to not stay hard, but to be yeah, sh- to man. get so bored. <laughs> so I mean that is that is so you, disrespectful. So That's she, what it is. she fell asleep. We had been drinking. But, but I, not I, enough to not in my mind. No, um, but it's because you were licking her belly button. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go low enough. This girl, this was also the first girl that I, I fingered. I didn't know that you were supposed to go in and out. I just left my finger in like I was taking her temperature. Like I had no idea you were supposed to. Like, Josh, she, you're terrible at I, sex. I had no Some idea. Some of these things are just in and out is a very like innate motion. You know? Yeah, but I thought they go in and out. I thought, here we go. Boink, we're in and we're done. I think I even leaned into her and asked her if it felt good. I was like, how's that feel? I feel good. And she might have been asleep like for that I'm too. Stuffed. Yeah, it feels like I have a tampon in. It feels like you're not. <laughs> it wasn't great, man. Oh, no, not at all. No. no. I was never Hopefully gr- you're better now. Should I, I don't have to be good now. I'm married. Yeah, that's so true. It's like this doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. It doesn't like, and, and here's the thing: when you're married and you're a dude, you can't try new things. No, you can't teach an old dog new tricks or a thing because they're she, just not doing it. And they, they're they gonna ask, not. "Where did you learn that?" Right. I remember uh, a guy who used to write for us. He um, he was having like a conversation with someone else with his fiance there. They mm-hmm. had just gotten engaged, and they were talking about a girl. Fingering her own ass in the middle of sex, like reaching back and doing it herself. Okay, and uh, like they, they were the guys were talking about it, but then he, this guy asked the fiance, and she was like, she showed the ring, and she was like, I don't need to finger myself in the ass anymore. Yeah, like yeah. that's a single girl game. Yeah. Like that's when you're trying to impress. That's when you're trying to earn the ring. Yeah. Like, how do you think I got this? Yeah. And that's why I don't have to do it yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this ring is on the exact last knuckle. My that was finger. in my ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why it's on this ring. Yeah. No, you, there are certain things that you don't. Uh, I remember being promised. Blow oh, yeah. jobs every morning, and we're gonna have like a room, like a swing, and a this and a that. It just doesn't happen. No, no. Because honestly, uh, also after a while, I'm like, Meh. you don't want to. Yeah, I'm like, man, you know, I don't. But you know what it is? It's almost like 
it's there if you wanted it. And I think that's what the, a marriage needs to like at least keep up the facade. That's a good amount know? of times. And I would tell you, my wife and I have sex because I travel a lot. So I would say we have sex every day I'm in town. I mean, that's incredible. What would you say is a good amount to, to keep it like alive? Yeah. Yeah. We had this question two or three times a week. I, I think if you're like married and like older, I think if you if you fuck me once a week, like I but once a week is just enough time by like by Saturday, I'm like, you know, this is ridiculous. Are you I allowed to jerk off? Yeah, oh, yeah. What this is America, Josh. Well, I ha- I will tell I, you, well, you know, I have Jesus some friends. Christ. I have some friends whose wives are like they check their phones and check their computers for porn all the time. All the time. Literally rendered speechless. All like, the time. They should Divorce those women. Well, what That's I, so fucked up. Yeah, you're shaming. And what I, what I also told them, I said, listen, you tell her that's cool, but all the things that I'm fantasizing about- You have to do. You have to do. Absolutely. No? Girls cool. should love porn. Yes! Like, I, I, use, I go back and forth, because on the one hand, it's like, well, I want to put everything inside your asshole, because I saw that on porn. Yeah. And that part of it, girls probably don't love. But it's also like, but I'm getting that out of my system over here, that's so the thing. you don't have to do it. You, it, you. you want us on that wall. <laughs> you need us on that wall. Do you know what I mean? Because like, if yeah, we didn't have porn, y- you would be upset with the things that we asked. Show me a- Show me- <laughs> show me a woman who has a uh, porn addict as a husband, and I will show you a happy woman who does not, who has a tight asshole. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? She's like, no, he does. And and I guarantee you, that guy also, he, he's not hounding her. He's not no. st- hounding her. No. He's like, we can have sex whenever you want. Right. Like once a week is fine. Porn keeps the world spinning, dude. Yeah, like he, the only reason you have time to have a job is because I'm not poking you with this thing twenty four seven. You get out of the house in the morning because I'm not like, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. You know what's funny? So there was one time we, my wife and I had to go to do, um, I had to get my sperm counter. We were going to. How many did you have? Like three or four of them? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you know, like I smoke so much weed. The guy yeah. was like, it's not, it's really not good for your sperm. Right. But so, Are you having more kids? No. This Thank was at a time God. we were thinking about Okay. Jesus Christ. So she goes, you need to go get your sperm count. I said, okay. So we go in. I had just come back from Vegas and uh, we go in. And um, <laughs> it was a Monday morning. She had dropped, <laughs> she had dropped Jacob off of school, and they were going in. <laughs> and um, we get into the office, and the guy goes, okay, so we're just going to need your sperm sample. And he goes, and by the way, you can't have masturbated within the next within 48 hours. And I was like, oh, we'll see you two days from now. <laughs> see you in and, 48 hours. And my wife was like, what? And I, she goes, that's today. And I said, yeah. yeah. And she said, we've been together all day except when I drove Jacob to school. I'm like, Yeah. Whatever I said, the accept I said, is there. Just so you know, whenever you drive Jacob to school and I know nobody else is in the house for 15 minutes, that's what's happening. Bro, you can be in the house. I'm going in the bathroom. <laughs> like, at, at any given moment, I might be jerking yeah. off. I, and and she, she asked me recently, she goes, is it true when guys joke about the first thing they do when they walk into a hotel room is jerk <laughs> off? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like peeing on a tree when you're a dog. You're like, this is my room now. Ugh. Coming on the walls, yeah. on the drapes, I brought whatever. a black light. Did you? Is it bad? Oh, my God. Is it bad? It's like Room Raiders. It's like oh, the joke is real. Oh, don't do the ceiling in the bathroom. <laughs> I When I did that, I was like, I it's like, like a the logic. Fu- like, you have to Hannibal Lecter. That just for fun. Up there. Yeah. You're just throwing it on the ceiling. By yes. the way, I did respect the ceiling. Because the ceiling, what that tells me, if I'm throwing on the ceiling, the first thing I'm thinking is, okay, 
Eventually, this drops on somebody. Yeah, that's and just that's rude. It's funny. <laughs> funny. It's kind of funny. You know, because when he, when the shower and it loosens up and the steam comes, yeah, you, it's, it's like, gonna drip. It's raining almost, but it's raining cum now. One Jesus of my favorite Christ. practical jokes I ever played on somebody. I I escalate my jokes probably too quickly, and I think that comes from being the youngest of four boys. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh you you got to take hit, him down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you hit my pencil. I'm gonna fuck your sister in the ass. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? But it's a kid who thought it'd be funny, and he thought it'd be funny, and he did. He put something in my bed. Man, he put some shaving cream in my pillow and mine. And I was like, okay, funny. So he had his favorite workout hat, and I jerked off in it. <laughs> And so I would see him in the gym for like a week. I, I waited a full week. I just saw the sweat. I could see the sweat no. coming down. And I waited a full week. And then I told him, like, yeah, hey. It came in your hat. <laughs> just so you know, that hat, been, that sweat that's been coming down your brow, has any gun in your mouth? Because I came in your hat last week. No. And he was like, what? I go, don't put shit in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> shit in my bed, come in your yeah, hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, but. I came in your hat yeah. is a phrase that like quite literally maybe was never uttered until you stepped like Yeah, no, I've said it a planet. couple times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it has since been said yeah. seven or eight times. He he I remind him every time I see him. I I I would not be friends like I'd be like, "Well, like touche." Yep. But we can't be friends anymore. Not like because uh, I'm angry. It's just because every time I look at you I'm going to think of you coming in my hat and me wearing it. So we're done here. Yeah, yeah, but that <laughs> is also what made it great for me. Even when I see him I now. I want to hang out with him all the time. Hey, you want to hang out? I want to remember the time I come in your hat. <laughs> I told him once. I said, I might tell your kids. Um, but you can tell. But my, see, I have my friends now have kids. that I, I, My kids are older, so they can't tell them anything. Mm-hmm. One of my friends that I went to high school with, what I learned at a high school reunion was that he had given himself a nickname. The Iceman. And he told his kid that he had gotten the nickname in high school playing basketball because he was the Iceman. And I didn't know this. I'm at... I'm at the high school reunion and the kid comes up and, you know, he's, I'm friends with the guy and the kid comes up and I've talked to the kid before and he's like, Hey, you knew my dad in high school? I'm like, yeah. And he was like, you knew him when he was the Iceman? I was like, what? Say who now? What? I go, what? What is it? You give yourself a nickname. It can't, certainly can't be the Iceman. You know, like, (laughs) but, but he was like, yeah, he goes, remember in high school, he used to hit all those shots in the game. First of all, dude never sniffed the court. I didn't, but he definitely didn't. He certainly wasn't hitting game winners. No. And he's, nobody was certainly calling him the ice. <laughs> so I called him over. And his son's right there. And so you, you have, what's you, going through my I head? was going to say, you can either like ruin this man and his son. Yeah. Or you can just let him slide. Or just have some fun. Yeah. So I looked right at him. I go, hey, man. So, you know, these stories are always foggy in my head. It's so long ago. But why don't you tell me your favorite story about being the ice man? And his face just went, huh? fucking blank and i was like pick there's so many of them yeah just pick your favorite one and he was like and he's like looking at you in the eye now he was like, like we all know what's happening yes, here, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yes and and i he was like nah you don't want to hear those stories <laughs> i go no you know i do <laughs> did he give you like a, a full gave, detailed fake story well his son i'll tell it for you josh his like, son was like tell him a story about any about a certain game and he told a great story about a kid on our high school team yeah, who did all of that who stuff. Who was the Iceman. Who, well, yeah, who <laughs> yeah. did all of that stuff. And I was like, but when he when his son walked away, he was like, thank you so much. I'm like, I'm not going to crush your son. I would like, love you might to as crush well, you. You literally might as well chop that man's head off with an axe rather than do that. Like, that is just. Right, because. As, I mean, that guy. 
It would have ruined a childhood. It would have ruined that. It would have ruined him. He would kill himself. And that's that son would be like he yeah. would either raise with no father or just not respecting him ever. And he ends up like a druggy junk <laughs> addict. Like, <laughs> like you, you, you could have ruined lives that's with that. That's the flashback in the TV show where I was like, <laughs> that was the man. moment. <laughs> and then you just see a kid shooting up with a needle. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I probably saved yeah. a life. I'm a hero. You are. I mean. You came in that guy's hat, but you also did that. It all balanced out. It all balances know? out. I'm also a hero because I feel like I feel like you're skirting the the issue of you getting on stage. Yeah, you're tonight. a hero for putting me on stage, man. All right. Yeah, you're right. The whole reason you're here is to uh, get up on stage, and I'm going to be up there with you tonight. So let's talk about it. the The beginning of my illustrious stand up career it starts uh, tonight. So let's talk about it. It's brought to you by Raycon. It's 2019. If you if you don't have the wireless earbuds, everybody assumes you're poor. That's just a flat out fact. Every time I wear my uh, cord full headphones, people shame me. They call me poor. You don't want to be like that. Get yourself some wireless earbuds from Raycon. Don't go the Apple route. Don't go get the expensive ones. Don't go get the ones that don't fit your ears. Raycon buds start about half the price of any of the other. Raycons premium. are fucking. They are awesome. the real. I, I have three kinds of headphones. The only one I ever use, and it's like yeah, yeah, I have like I have options for all kinds, and like yep. every morning I just walk out, just grab Raycons. Yep. They're, they're easily the best. They've got the uh, E50 earbuds that have changed the entire game. They're comfortable. They're easy to take anywhere. They have. Uh, they obviously don't have the dangling wires. They also have the different size earbuds so that it fits your ear, your ear hole the right way. Um, Ray J founded it, and he is like you know. Uh, it's like, you better watch your ass, Bill Gates. You better watch out, Jeff Bezos, because Ray J's coming for that ass. Snoop Dogg, Roxham, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, Team Swish, and Ray J. I mean, those guys. Unstoppable. That is the, that is the dynamic duo right there. Get involved. Go to buyraycon.com slash KFC. Get 20% off your order. Buyraycon.com slash KFC. Now, we've, we have a couple discussions. You, you're going to do some stand-up tonight. Yep. Yep. At Gotham. Comedy. Open for the opener for the opener, right? A couple minutes just to uh, yep. set the tone and now, uh, get my feet wet. I have so many questions. So many. Okay. First question. Mm-hmm. What are you most nervous about? Uh, the, like, physical, like, I am used to sitting in a chair in front of a mic in an empty room. I am, like, literally holding the mic. Where do I look? Where do I stand? What do I – how hot is the room going to be? Am mm-hmm. I going to be sweating? Like that kind of shit. Like I, I think what I've written and come up with in my head is funny stuff that – it's probably more podcasty than yeah. it is like stand-up-y. But I added a couple punchlines that I hope all kind of falls in line with what you normally hear at a, at a club. But the like actual – if I if I could sit in front of on a table yeah. tonight and like this, I'd be much more comfortable. I will tell you, it's interesting. I was going to suggest to you because I would tell you a lot like Brendan Shop. Brent, he's way better at stand up than he should be, considering the amount of time he's been doing it. Right. But podcast has really let him jump a bunch of steps. Right. He's comfortable with what his voice sounds like, with how he talks, mm-hmm. with all that, mm-hmm. all the things that we had to learn. Podcast really helped him jump those. So I, I would agree with you. Like just as far as talking. Yeah, I was going to suggest you to sit on the stool. Okay, I didn't even know that was like allowed. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was going to suggest because if you're that. more comfortable to sit, just be comfortable. Yeah, but I think you're going to be very conversational. Yeah, which, probably more conversational than I am. Like, but it's better. Yeah, because I'm definitely not going to try to be something I'm not. So, so we've all seen bad stand up. Yeah, and there's nothing more uncomfortable with not only hearing a joke that isn't funny, but just something that sounds rehearsed. Right, and I I have no doubt you're not going to sound rehearsed. 
So you jump a couple steps. Definitely not, because I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I probably should sound rehearsed, and I'm not Here are your to. two options for your crowds. By the way, he scared the shit out of me. Like, I was expecting him to be like, you're going to be fine. Don't worry. He's like, are you doing the late show or the early show? And I was like, I don't know. You tell me, man. And he was like, well, the, the first show, you know, you're going to be tight on time. You got to stick to the schedule. And the second show, well, let's just say the crowd is more forgiving. Yeah, they're gonna and I was be, like, you're going to be fucked I, up. You're already telling me I'm going to need to no. be forgiven by Dude, the audience. You have to know it's in my nature to want to make you feel nervous. <laughs> it's my nature. Okay, but but I will tell you the truth. Pretend I'm the Iceman. Have some pity on okay. me here. I Then I would say... But the, the early show, at least I get it over. Yep, and I know? would say this, and by the way, I the wait to me is always the worst. Yeah. I would say, come to the early show, plan on five minutes, let's knock it out. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and we'll go. And you know what? They're not as drunk. But is that good or bad? Uh, for you, that'll be good. You think so? So drunk. And if you're bad when they're drunk, they're like, "Fuck they're, you, you suck." They're gonna talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. sure you want people talking to you yet. I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that like I, I I've often thought like if like you guys can handle hecklers in a way that's funny and it becomes part of your routine, it's a mm-hmm. good thing. I'd be like, "Fuck you," <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd just be like a dick to them. But you're ugly. <laughs> Yeah, that's. The, I've actually kind of called someone ugly before. Yeah. So this this woman was up front, and uh, she said something to me. She, her and her boyfriend were talking, and I kept my deal with people who are at my shows. If you're talking, I go a little while without saying anything to you. Mm-hmm. I want you to annoy the rest of the crowd. So then, then, then you're like superhero. Like I saved you from this asshole. And right? yeah. I have free reign to say anything I want. Yeah. You. Everybody already hates you. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what I say. Mm-hmm. When you go in too early and too hard. And then you're the dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, so whoa, ca- man, take it easy. Yeah. yeah. So this woman and this guy were talking, and up front, so everybody could see it. They're feeding each other food up oh, front. Oh, God. All of a sudden, <laughs> you already hate them. Yeah. They're the couple that sits on the same side of the booth. Yeah. That, yeah. Yuck. If you're the couple that sits on the same side. They go side to the gym together. Yeah, wait, And they oh, sit on bikes next to each other, and they hold hands oh while they pedal. Oh, God. Fuck those them. fucking people. Fuck them. Oh, they drink out of each other's water bottle. <laughs> Fuck you. So she was saying something, and I said something to her. She goes, nice chicken legs. I go, yeah, I do, I do have chicken legs. But I can go in the gym and make these bigger. Your face is always going to look like that. <laughs> right? So. <Yeah. laughs> and it's just like, boom. Right? Yeah. It's just like, and the crowd, crowd couldn't Loved wait. Yeah. Couldn't wait for me yeah, to say yeah, something yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like, you... No, I, that's... I'm not... But here's the... Here's, any, if there's any hecklers tonight, probably deserve it. You won't have... <laughs> you're on the show, you won't have any. And my crowds are really nice, man. Here's the thing that I will say about my crowds. Generally, you don't get hecklers. My crowds are people who come to... Sh- I don't do politics. Yeah. I don't do social yeah. issues. I do like long-form, fun stories. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And people come to my shows to have fun. That's it. And mm-hmm. so my crowds are... Ge- they don't heckle. They're there to laugh right, and right, have a right, good time. Right. Yeah. And if you're telling stories or you're interesting, you're Yeah, on, I mean, I, I plan on just kind of talking about myself in a way that's like, well, that's not going to be wrong because, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm not stealing material. I'm not. It's just talking about myself, yeah. which I hopefully is, is interesting enough. But it's also funny, too, though. Like in the beginning, I was like, how, how long like how long do I have to be up there? And then I got to a point. I, I, I kind of ran through things with Francis, who does stand up here. And he was like timing me. And he was like, oh, that was already like six something minutes. So, you know, if people are laughing. You might go too long. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, now I need I need 12 minutes. I mean, you know, what if I'm funny? What if they like me? 
I'm gonna be like, hey, hey Wolf, uh, you're opening for me. Uh, you know, I'm the feature now. It's funny how quickly you worry about the other side of things. Yeah, but. don't worry about them laughing too hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll probably be good. Hey, yeah. That's a we, nice we, I, 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 I just interviewed. What if they laugh too much? Yeah, to, to I, I just interviewed Gabriel Iglesias and I asked him, "Are you? Is there ever a moment where you're nervous to be on stage anymore? Or is it totally like second nature?" And he was like, "Well, yeah. Like sometimes you go on like the Tonight Show and they give you like a four minute window and the crowd's laughing too much and then you get nervous." And I was like. Fuck you. Dude. Yeah, that's not. Because he said it's so genuine. Yeah. He really meant it. Like, and then I'm pressed for time because they're just, you know, raucous laughter all the time. And I was like, you're such a dick. That's and not then, my... like, a day later, I'm like, I caught myself starting to worry about that. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> You've literally never done this. They're probably not going to laugh one time. Yeah, what if Gabriel Iglesias said. <laughs> yeah, if Wolfie says it, then, you know, KFC has got to feel it. I, I get nervous when I know I'm going to try new jokes. I can imagine because it's like you're used to it, but the, if the material's new, then you never know. Right? Yeah, well, but you never it's, know how it's, it's going to land. Like good nerves. Yeah, but uh, you know, if you're a musician, there's so many difference, obvious differences. But one of the big differences between being like a musician and stand up, and why stand up to me is the hardest. It's the hardest thing in the world. Is because I, if I write a song, you and I write a song, we practice it in the studio for three months before anybody hears it. Mm-hmm. If I'm writing a joke. There's no what. There's always the first time is still. I just yeah. have to do it in front yeah. of people, and so I have to show them all the warts. Mm-hmm. And think about this also for music. If you and I put out three albums, and there were twelve songs on every album, and ten of the songs were garbage, but two of the songs were hits, we would be stars. Massive, yeah. If if I'm a stand up and I put out three albums and only two of the tracks are funny and yeah. the rest are garbage, you wouldn't even get to three albums. You would, you I'm know, the worst. You'd be one and done. You'd it's, suck. It's such yeah. a different expectation. The percentages. That's, that's why I think it's so scary. Yeah. Especially you know, I, I, at least I heard. Technically speaking, it's like what a punchline every fifteen seconds or something. I don't like buy that. into that shit, right? But the fact that that's even ex- in existence, yeah. like they better be laughing out loud every fifteen seconds. No. It's like, what the fuck? No, no, no. <laughs> Podcast has changed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you it's know, like, like people Rogan, are a little more invested. Yeah. They'll tell stories. If it's You're along for the ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So all well, that's that stuff. What I'm hoping to do. So how many punchlines are in your five minutes? I mean, I don't even you know punchlines. Like <laughs> I don't say that. You know. <laughs> I would say I would say there's kind of like you know it's almost like five pieces like five minute long pieces almost like oh that's great yeah that's great I'm looking forward to it man you know I I I think yeah it sounds like you're just relishing the moment where it's crickets out there well (laughs) you know you know what's annoying is uh I would love to bomb yeah Barstool coming in as a part of Barstool almost makes it harder because I feel like if people do know me. Or I feel like I'm like representing a, a place that does have a pretty high bar for funny. Yep. Like if I just went out there myself and I bombed, I'd almost be like, you know what? That's like an experience that you go through. Right. But it's almost like if I bomb, it's like a bad look or something for Barstool. Or Are you going to say, is that going to be part of the intro for you that you work at Barstool? Because uh, I would say not to do that. Yeah. Because you don't want that kind of pressure your yeah. first time in. Well, I also think it's either, you know, if you know me, you know me. And if you don't, I don't think by even if I were saying it, people would be like, oh, I know what that is. And now I'm changing. Nah, yeah. I wasn't going to say it, but. I wouldn't. I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I'm looking forward to it, man. And part of me, look, part of me hopes you crush. And the, part co- of you hopes the, like the, <laughs> the friend, the friend part of me hopes you crush. Yeah. The comic part of me. Yeah. Man, there's nothing be more beautiful watching somebody eat shit. The, the problem is, the, the like... Sweat, the sweat. The sweat. I start to that's sweat. That's my problem. The face sweat. I sweat, sweat like, oh, all the time. I sweat face when sweat? I'm, yo, oh, I can't the wait. The forehead oh, will be, be glistening. No, no. Oh. Glistening. Can I film it? Yeah, fuck oh, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it, right? Because here's what happens. What's so funny, in the moment, I'll hate bombing. Yeah. 
right afterwards, I'll be like, yo, give me that video of me You're bombing because I want to I wanna put it out. You know what I mean? It's like I, I do all this shit for content and like it's good content one way or the other. So, Dude. But in the moment of bombing, it's going to be like, wow, these minutes have turned into hours. Here, I, you know? I, I'm, I have an incredible fear of heights. And what a pussy this guy is. Re- <laughs> recently <laughs> in New Zealand, I jumped off of a tower, 692 feet. And so they shot a video. Now, the video, just like you said, the video, I was like, oh, I sent that. I, was, I kept it together pretty good. Yo. <laughs> so I didn't know they, they it was started. Like bungee jumping or what? It, it's it's a, a static jump. So you jump straight down, you land on the ground. I don't understand what that means. It, you, like it slows you down. You're, like yeah, to the you point fall, that you, free fall, you fall, 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 and then it slows you down wow, and you land on the ground. That's cool. So the, uh, there's like a 15 feet, maybe a little more, 20 feet from the desk to the edge of the needle. I didn't know they were filming right when you get off the elevator. You're like inching up, like yo. <laughs> it took you like an hour to get. Not only did I not know they were filming, I didn't know there was audio. Oh no! In that one part, you could hear me go. I'm not fucking. There's no fucking way I'm doing this. <laughs> and they were like, "You paid for it, sir. I don't give a fuck if I paid for this. I'm I not, bail on flights, bro. Yeah, I don't." <laughs> <laughs> but that video, looking at it now, yeah, it's very funny, right? Oh, I mean, I almost hope I do either well. Or bomb. I hope you I have don't a want to be in the middle. I hope you your last couple jokes redeem you. Yeah, and I but hope you're your the first middle three. Yeah. See, that's I'm, that's all. I want the total opposite. I just want someone to laugh like early, and yeah. then I'm good. I'll laugh early, <laughs> especially if you bomb. Just so you know, yeah, the last thing I need is this. <laughs> you in the background. <laughs> Fuck you, man. That's no, my set will turn into that. If I hear you laughing at me bombing, I'm like, how about this asshole and his stupid laugh? Fuck this guy. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so much fun! I can't wait, man. I would say come to the early show. Okay, all right. Come to the eight o'clock. How about you know? I'll do the early show, and uh, when I kill it, I'll just I'll go on after you for the late show. Perfect. <laughs> Actually, if you wouldn't mind just doing my set on the late show, I I'll, sh- I'll show you it. how it's done. Yeah, right? man. I appreciate. No, I, that. I appreciate the opportunity because, and and more so the. Uh, you know, getting me to do it because I we've, we, we've got our it. own. We so and the reason I'm really doing this, we have our show on July 12th uh, at Caroline's, and I was like, I got I got I want to have some sort of warm up. I want to be back in the game a little bit, so yeah. timing couldn't be better. And I'm hoping it goes well enough that it's like, let's just fucking do this every month. Let's just you know, yeah, let's get let's turn this part of like let's have this whole new career really. So. Uh, Man, we'll I, see, man. I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> not like there's a lot riding on it. I'm just like basing, basically basing, basing this five minutes on what, what my career is going to be next. Yeah, no big deal. I, I would I would not <laughs> judge if you're going to be a good comic or not by this set. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I would say I would. You can judge it. The answer is going to be no. Yeah, <laughs> I remember, by the way, the very first joke I ever told on stage. I was 15 years old. My mom. See, and that's dad, what's annoying. You're, you know, I was 15. I'm my 30, mom and dad. I'm 34. Oh yeah, you're going to eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my mom and dad drove me to the show, and my mom was in the front row, and this. It was the first joke I ever told was, hey, everybody, my name's Josh. I'm 15 years old. I'm excited to be here because this is the first fucking time I'll be able to fucking swear in front of my cock-fucking mom. <laughs> and um, the place went, yay! Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing this. This yeah, is what yeah, I like. Yeah. But, but maybe one of those jokes will happen for you today. Maybe I'll just say that exact joke. I would love it. <laughs> 34 years old and uh, first time. <laughs> I would um, love it, man. What do you got going now? You've been doing you. You've been doing uh, YouTube. You've been doing is the, the Facebook YouTube. show still going? You've been doing the, the late show night Facebook show. So tell the people going. where to catch it. Okay, the Facebook show is uh, every Tuesday night on my Facebook fan page. It's called Controlled Chaos. It's like a mixture between At Midnight and Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> it's really weird. It's a weird that sounds, fun show. That's a great description. It's a weird yeah. fun show, but we don't do any politics. We don't do any real social issues. We just have fun. Um, it's me, three comics. 
my son Jacob is one of my co-hosts, and I dress him in weird clothes every week. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's it's just a ton of fun, man. And we get some great fucking guests. Mm-hmm. So that, every Tuesday night on my Facebook fan page at, I guess, 10 o'clock Eastern. Um, and my YouTube page is just, Funny it's been blowing shit, up, man. man. Blow, I mean, blowing up. It's you look at the subscriber up. numbers, it's fucking It's been crazy. It's been crazy. So, but, but I feel better as a stand-up now than I ever have. I, I podcast... And the fact that people listen to podcasts has helped my style because I like long form stories, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you're born for that. So, like, podcasts has made people be able to sit and listen instead of demand that fifteen. Right. I don't write it's, jokes that well. Right. You but I can tell a story. And, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, that's podcast coming around for you. It must be perfect then. That's what I'm going to do tonight. If I bomb, like when the when the, ne- when the next guy comes on, I'm going to be like, yeah, but I bet this guy's podcast would fucking suck, yeah. okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, the more times you say you bomb, you're going to bomb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just got to get up there, man. Because at the end of the day, I really believe this. Bomb or crush. I'm going to enjoy it and yeah. do it more. Yeah, yeah. Bomb have that or rush, crush. That, that itch. Yep, 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 because yep. the bomb part. You think maybe my, my asshole yeah, will Yeah, your asshole's going to take a little bit. You're going to get your spidey sense. That's where I feel <laughs> <laughs> when there's danger. <sighs> yeah, I, I feel like, man, I really do think, because I mean, I've talked to you about this a couple of times. I think you're going to be, I think you're going to be good. I hope so. We'll find out. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think I would do, be doing it if I thought I was truly going to bomb. So I think yeah. I'm going to be all right. Well, listen, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll have out. the video. Yeah. and we'll by, by, As you're listening to this, like it'll already be out, the video. or Are you going to post a video before this comes out? Uh, no, we'll probably do it like simultaneously. How about that? You guys should cr- critique it on the, while oh, you're... Oh, that's good. We'll I, do that on gold. We'll do it on barcelogold.com slash KFC. We'll watch it here, and you guys can critique me bomb. <sighs> See, that's actually good. Now I'm like, let's bomb. Let's fucking bomb. It'll be like 10 times more content if I bomb. Or, how, I mean, if you crush... And not only that, here's the difference between doing well. I'm going to do well because those people are there to see me. I know. That's what's cheating. You know, they're not there to see me. They're, they're like, there to guy. see me. Yeah. So I've just recently, the more the YouTube stuff has happened, really started to feel like, oh, yeah, this joke isn't that funny. But they're just laughing. It's like the like hook. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, My dick's yeah, not that right. big. This joke it's isn't that funny. It's good that you still know, though, because I think if you lose that grounding, it's like now you think you're the funniest man in the world. No. It's like, that's what the comedy store is good for. Right. The comedy store in LA. They'll put you back in your place. They'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah. like, this joke crushed on the road. Not so much here. <laughs> no. Okay, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Have you had Joey Diaz on this podcast? No, we, we, we've, we put the, the, the ask out, and like it'll, I think it'll eventually materialize, but um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he would fit in real well. Oh. And everyone wants him for, we're going to take you over right now and do Answer the Internet. Oh, I he can't would do, wait. Oh, he would he crush, crush Answer the Internet. You know, he, he, was, he babysat my kids. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because. That's, yeah. That's an interesting <laughs> choice by you, Josh. I didn't have any money. I didn't have any money. Oh, so like all oh, long ago. I've yeah, known yeah, him yeah. forever. Yeah. You know, he used to sleep on my couch. And my, one of my, and I will go to the Internet. My, he used to babysit the kids. He never wore underwear. My daughter was probably five. And he bent over to pick something up. And I, I just walked in. And she ripped some hairs out of his ass crack. And she goes, how many? And he goes, oh, it felt like five that time. And I was like, that time? What this do you mean the game you're playing? And I go, you're, what, 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 what's that game? And she, he goes, oh, she loves that game. I go, yeah, but I hate it, dude. You there's some board games over there. You don't want to play Twister or what the fuck? And you wonder why she came home with a girlfriend one yeah. day. <laughs> that was her interaction with men? I wouldn't like, I wouldn't like that either. <laughs>